Blog Talk Radio.
Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Law. Put on the mind of God is what you have to do. What does that mean? Go get something. You already got it. El Fatah. Open is your work. The becoming is your work. Everything you need, you got it. If somebody says, be ye perfect, you'd have to already be perfect because you can't put pieces together to make perfect those apart. Perfect is one. Undivided. Unbroken. Complete. Well, brother, let me tell you something. You already got it. You already are it. You just don't know it. And what I mean is, this thing here does not know it is perfect. It keeps telling you you're making mistakes. You don't know what you're doing. You can't do that. You don't know how to do that. I'm poor. I ain't got. I don't know what. That ain't where the mind of Christ works. But that's what you want to quiet in your mind. And put, I can. I know how. I am. I so desire. For whatever it is you so desire, you decree it, declare it, and proclaim it. That's how you get it. Because that's how you got everything else you got. As to whether you did it consciously or subconsciously, it doesn't matter. You have three levels of mind. The super, the conscious, and the subconscious. And you think on all three of them. It's what you're thinking that makes the difference. If your subconscious keeps making you make mistakes, it's because you keep telling it to do so. And as long as you tell your mind it's broken, it's going to behave like a broken mind. It's going to keep you poor, hungry, and scared. That's imperfect. Turn that shit around. I am G-O-D right now. I am master, able, and noble right now. That's your prayer. For transforming yourself to G-O-D. And don't accept anything less than that. Stop being a servant. Stop groveling in your prayers. Claim your divinity. Claim your godhood. Claim the knowledge of the universe. Claim your wealth. Noble Drew Ali told the Moors, each and every one of you, supposed to inherit a million dollars. And he said that in 1920-something. How many millionaires we got now? Hell, you can't... What do you mean, not many? We got so many, we can't even count them, man. Where are you living at? I'm trying to tell you something. You have to get you past poverty with this. Quit thinking, poor. Quit thinking, I don't have it. I don't... I can't get it. Don't look up and see somebody else hit the numbers for $20 million and they tell yourself, I, I can't, I, I, I ain't. I. What the hell are you talking about? 
Why can't you turn around and tell yourself just the opposite? I didn't win 20 million. That's what the sister did when she opened up the Bible. And the Spirit told her to read those verses in that chapter. And then when she got ready to close the book, the Spirit told her, don't close that book. Write them numbers down. <laughs> and, and, and carried them to the window. Wait a minute. I'm talking about right here in New York. A black woman who used to scrub floors for a living. Six million dollars that weekend. She ain't scrubbing nobody's damn floors no more. You know what I'm saying? You know? Quit reaching for the bottom. And the money's on top. Real money. And, and don't ask God for some money. Because a penny is money. And he'll give you a penny if you ask for a penny. You know what I'm saying? Quit asking for cheap shit. <laughs> damn supermarket full of steaks. You go in there and buy some damn beans and rice. What is you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get up here. Why is it you don't think you're supposed to live a wonderful, pleasant, prosperous life? Who told you you weren't supposed to do that? Nobody but you. Well, quit doing that. Yeah, quit going for the okey-doke. It's okey-doke. I'm poor. It's okey-doke. I ain't got shit. It's okey-doke. You know, I'm sick. It's okey-doke. You know, I don't know shit. It's okey-doke. <laughs> quit going for okey-doke. You hear me? Now, I'm talking to your spirit. Because that's what's going to get you out of poverty. And that's what's going to get you out of hell. Is the God within yourself. That's the one you're looking for. That's your best friend. And that's the only one who will be with you forever. When Jesus goes somewhere else, that God will still be there. You sure enough want to make him and her your best friend. A God that will always tell you the truth. Only if you will always Listen. When you stop listening, everybody starts telling you a lie. Because that's what you're looking for. When you stop listening to your own truth, take the responsibility of being God. How do you get there? One way and one way only. By desire. You have to want to be God. You can't get there no other way. The psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire is the law of mind and action. The psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire. If you do not have the desire to become God, you are not going to become God, certainly not by accident. That's a car running over you, not God. You have to have it in here. If you want to be a servant, 
It, that's already in there. That's easy. Upgrade. You heard the statement, all grow up. Well, yeah, grow up. <laughs> and find out you might be 25 feet tall. That's a Reverend Biscuit in me coming out there. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. There is no mystery God. Absolutely no mystery God. There is no God in the sky and there is no devil under the ground. Heaven is not in the sky and hell is not under the ground. Heaven and hell are conditions of the mind, states of existence, and states of being. So Jesus told us to stop looking for heaven in the sky. He said the kingdom of heaven is within you. And that we are the temples of the living God. That the living God lives in our temple, and he does not inhabit the sky, but he inhabits the higher realms of the heavens, of the realm of the secret innermost chamber of the subconscious chamber of the soul of man and woman, and this power bursts forth and emanates forth from him to set in motion a universal order based on principle and law. All of this set in motion by a divine power and a divine force that never dies, it's constant, it just changes forms. God is in man. Can't be in any man, he's got to be in the original man. Because if God is the first and everything comes from him, then he can't wait for anything else. He brings everything else into existence. There could be no white man if there were no black men. It is biologically and genetically impossible for the recessive white man to produce the dominant yellow baby. Biologically and genetically impossible for the recessive yellow man and woman to produce the dominant brown baby. Biologically and genetically impossible for the recessive brown man and woman to produce the dominant black baby. But that black man and his woman, the father and the mother of it all, can produce black, can produce brown, can produce red, can produce yellow. And if the seed runs wild or mutates in the womb of the black woman, can even produce an albino, something which is whiter than white, 180 degrees in either direction. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio.
Anyone who has ever approached a government agency just to see what they do and how they do it can tell you they didn't get very far. Government seems to be at least as secret as any corporation, if not more so. This general secrecy goes back well before terrorism was a general concern. Our public agencies are not so public when it comes to disclosing their own conduct, their finances, and their inside operations, and their productivity. Well, it turns out, just like many people and organizations that like to be secret, they do have something to hide. It's called the CAFR. The CAFR is the name for the financial accounts of any public agency. It stands for Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, and it is standard to all government agencies. Your courthouses have them, school districts have them, city, county, and state governments all have CAFRs. The hard numbers are in the CAFR. The budget is pure fantasy. The budget is where somebody took a guess at how much money would be needed for some particular purpose. They consistently guess too low, and they tell us they need more money. They don't need more money, they just guessed wrong. There might be a jillion dollars in the CAFR. Who cares if they didn't budget enough, take more out of the account, the, the CAFR account. If you budget $400 a month for your groceries, and then one month you need $450, do you go rob a gas station? No, you take $50 out of your bank account. Governments have bank accounts, just like we do, but they keep that a secret. Government has two sets of books, the budget and the CAFR. They can stash away all the money they want in the CAFR, and then they will show you the budget and try to tell you they're dirt poor. So when your public official says the budget is insufficient, we should say, okay, what have you got in the accounts? What's in the CAFR? If budgets are too low, it just means we have incompetent people drawing up our budgets. A budget crisis is not a reason to raise revenue. It's a reason to plan the budget better. 
Of course, the budget con game is intentional. The simple trick is that when you only talk about the budget, you can hide money, and that CAFR is where you hide it. A large percent of government revenues are, you could say, hoarded. If you start to look at the actual accounts, you see that money is constantly flowing into secret off-budget accounts never to be seen again. They are brilliant at coming up with names for these accounts that sound important and reasonable. There are rainy day funds, emergency funds, backup funds, set-aside funds, pension funds, discretionary funds. These are all just ways of saying, I am taking your money and not giving you anything in return. The grab-and-hide system of revenue hoarding is a standard government trick that goes back centuries. The riches that sit in these funds are not some small slice of the pie. It is the elephant in the living room. The secret money in government CAFRs in the USA is so massive that the dividend and investment income from these mountains of cash amounts to, on average, twice as much revenue per year as all the tax revenues combined. Yes, I said twice as much as all tax revenues. And this government tuck-away money is not applied to services or programs for you. Hoarded government funds have now purchased and own over 70% of all the equities on all the U.S. stock exchanges. The income from those investments compound year after year. The wealth that you and I should be making by investing in the stock market is being made by government. So at this point, it's like we have a big granite bank building with the account, and right in front of the bank is a lemonade stand they call the budget. It is utterly ludicrous that your government or mayor would step up to a microphone with a straight face and start telling you how tight the $1 billion budget is. If you frisk him, you will find $2 billion more dollars in his back pocket. If we were to audit the CAFR of any government office, we would see these massive accounts everywhere we look, piles of money that our hopelessly corrupt politicians and bureaucrats have put off budget. If you listen carefully, you can hear them saying, mine, mine, mine. When the tax man takes your money, he doesn't tell you where it will be spent. Our public schools certainly don't teach us how to audit our public finances. Government insiders know that you have no idea what they do with your money, and they like it that way. Everything about government is designed to keep you away from the real accounting and to feed you phony budget nonsense to make you think they're just scraping by. Government insiders tremble in fear that you will even learn what the term CAFR means. But if you want to really hit the panic button, tell your local public official that you want an independent and public audit of the CAFR. The simple idea of full disclosure of public accounts is the most terrifying thing a corrupt public official can imagine. When those glossy politicians start talking about how desperate the budget situation is, they will trot out some deprived program or service that you just can't do without, something you can relate to. We need more police or fire prevention. We need to fix the sewers or the streets. We need more trash trucks or landscape maintenance for our park. Somehow, money got diverted away from these essential services, even though we've known about them for 200 years. Aren't governments supposed to plan for those things way in advance? They're suddenly surprised that some bridge needs maintenance? No, they steal money from the bridge maintenance fund and then tell you they need more money. Most of us don't have time to check 
on how every tax dollar is handled. So the temptation for them to play around like this is irresistible. It's way too easy. All they have to do is say they're running out of money, and for some reason, people seem to believe them. Anyone who is familiar with the CAFR would know that these cries of poverty from public officials are ridiculous lies, but they're well-protected lies. A city council will let their city go bankrupt rather than disclose and release the hidden money. Regardless of all the hype in the media about cutting taxes, they never really do. It's a shell game. They cut here, they raise there. Overall, tax levels have always gone up for at least 100 years. The percent of our earnings taken from us is now higher than ever, and it will be even higher tomorrow. So I always wonder how public figures can be so stupid as to think they can just raise, raise, and raise again our overall tax burden forever, and there will never be a breaking point. Well, we have already passed the breaking point, which is obvious from looking at the state of the economy since 2008. Taxpayers have no more to give. We are now at the point where you simply can't get ahead even if you have a job. You can't start a business under the crushing taxes, regulations, permits, fees, and reporting requirements. But nevertheless, the need for yet more taxes, revenues, and government is a favorite subject for your politician and representatives who have unlimited confidence in our ignorance and our gullibility. In a disastrous economy, as we are now, we must not tolerate hoarding of trainloads of cash by government. We need to crack open those CAFRs. We need to get some independent auditing going. We need to dig out that government wealth and apply it to some productive purpose or return it to the taxpayers. Every dollar that sits in the backroom ledgers of the CAFR is capital that creates no jobs, improves no standard of living, relieves no tax burdens, provides no government services or programs, and only serves to enrich and empower government insiders and financial brokers who have command and control over those secret accounts. But the powerful and rich have another reason for diverting mass amounts of wealth and squandering today's abundance. Because of industrialization and technology, society is now highly productive. Machines and computers are so productive that the average output per capita is many, many times more than it would be without those technologies. If a person could make 10 pairs of shoes by hand per day, a machine can make 300. We now have an overabundance that could provide for everyone many times over. But much of that abundance seems to vanish before it gets to the market. If we add up what all our machines and computers can produce, the abundance that we could all enjoy would be staggering. But the elite who sell us those machines to create all that excess know that it is absolutely essential to steal back all the excess we produce. All the abundance must disappear in order to keep the party going. You cannot be controlled and exploited unless you are desperate and hungry. You will not keep struggling to produce unless abundance is kept from you. You will not enrich the masters if you yourself are rich. Abundance must be stolen, diverted, hidden, and wasted. It must not be available for the benefit of any common person. When there is general prosperity accessible to all, the control matrix collapses. The squandering and destruction 
of newly created wealth is an essential element of control, tyranny, and exploitation. Scarcity must be faked at all costs. Our system is like a sink where the water flows directly to the drain hole, and we are all trying to stay alive on the tiny drops that break free from the flow. The scarcity myth is maintained by a matrix of partnerships between corporations and government. Abundance and excess are crushed out of our economy with a series of very carefully crafted devices. Those devices for causing scarcity are taxation, war, capital and resource misallocation, currency and debt mismanagement, supply and demand manipulations, crippling boom and bust cycles, phony and contrived crises, and of course, diversion of public revenues into secret CAFR accounts to simply languish without contributing in any way to the public good. With all the technology we have today boosting our productivity, it takes a lot of serious larceny to create conditions of scarcity. A family of experienced farmers with just a few good hand tools can produce far more food than they need. Our modern machines and technologies have multiplied that productivity many times. We are creating abundance. And if each of us are not secure, comfortable, and wealthy, it is simply because that abundance is being robbed from us as we create it. We are enslaved in a system of waste, corruption, and lies. And we are being forced to run on a squirrel cage in a perpetual state of semi-exhaustion. And we are not allowed to keep the wealth generated from our efforts. So how do we start to fix the greed and corruption of government, corporations, large collective organizations? How do we start to free up this wealth and recycle it to benefit the public? We demand that our public agencies publish their CAFRs so that independent auditors can get at them. These are public accounts. There is no reason whatsoever they should not be published and readily available online in searchable formats. When pots of hidden money are found, we need to demand that they be closed and the resources be circulated. We must resist and refuse the many ways our earnings are taken from us. We need to demand that public resources be returned to the original investors, you and I, the wealth creators, you and I, the productive class, you and I. We must cause the large organized collectives to fade away, and each of us individually must take back command, control, and possession of the wealth we are creating. The institutions that are sucking away our earnings, our security, our future, must no longer be trusted, but more important, they must no longer be fed. Refusal and resistance are very powerful tools. As our economy weakens and fails, we see that our institutions are frail and artificial. It is we who are strong and real. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. Do you have a big plan? Um, yes, I got a big plan. I'm going to be leaving the world soon. No, and no. Going, before you oh, leave, okay. before you, no, before you leave. That's my big plan. No, no, because you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization better, more humane? Yes, or, yes. Okay. Education. Quite simply, read and study and turn off the television, turn off all the silly nonsense of government. 
and it's just incredible nonsense. Mm -hmm. And start educating yourself. The United States federal government is a privately owned company. That's it's a corporation. The whole government. Of course, it's a private. It's like General Motors, Ford Motor Company, uh, Sears. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, a, it's a privately owned, but see, most people don't understand. The United States government is a corporation. It is a privately owned company. Who owns it? Oh, well, that's different. Now you're getting now. <laughs> now, the right yeah, now you're asking the right question. <laughs> right. Who <owns> so, <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh, really? United States of America is a republic. Uh huh. It's based on the con con uh, the 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 bringing together of 48 separate countries. Each, oh. each state in this unit is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. So you, you can't do things in, Cal in New York that you can do in Florida. The United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America means... Those are United States. So, but each one's a state, like uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean, when you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. Doesn't mean the same thing. Uh -huh. There's a very big difference between California State and the state of California. Doesn't mean the same it thing. It doesn't? No, what, no. Like, what's the difference there? Cal, Cal State is the state we call California. That's the state. Uh -huh. But state of California yeah. is different. What's that has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the state of California. Oh. So anytime you see the state of, that means it's a federal corporation operating within California. But California is called Cal State. That's why you have California State University, California State this and California State. That's California. But state of California is the federal government. Mm. Do people know that you No, 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 no. People don't know any of this. None of this. Nobody <laughs> because it doesn't have anything to do with football. So who the hell needs to know about right. any of this stuff? I need to know because I don't like being played for a fool. Yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You don't want to be manipulated. I, 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 don't, I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. So I want to know. 99% of people I run into, they couldn't care less as long as the beer's cold and football's on. They don't care. But when people vote for, like, a president, what is happening? Are, that that, you go to the polls. What is a poll? I mean, you, a poll is when you take a you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here, or that airhead here, or this dingaling over here? Right. We just want to know the basic concept. What, what do you, which one do you people like? It obviously doesn't <clears throat> seem to matter. They all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But but uh, but right. to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Would you rather have a black guy? Or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing uh, changes. You mean Obama says... Like, it doesn't yeah, matter, because yeah. I own them all anyway. Right. It's who, just who, business. Who Come on, this is the mob. Well, who is the mob? We're talking, we're talking the mafia here. Well, we're who, talking who, the underworld. Who, who are these people? You know, the, the, the Illuminati, the... Um, just the, business. Nothing personal. Don't take this personal. <laughs> but there's someone behind it. That oh, you bet there is. Huh? Yeah. But they're in Europe. They are. Yeah. Keep it locked.
You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. Ghostwriter, never listen to dummies, motherfucking dummies. Uh, yeah, these my trials and tribulations. My childhood was naked, the four of us in one basement. I used to watch my mama get beat up. Nine years old, I barely could fix the heat up. Never bit the hand that fed us, I stayed loyal. We ran through the 60s, repping the Casey Royals. That was around the same time, give a daddy got picked up. Fixed then up. we started burning niggas, then clapping niggas. Clapping niggas. 17 caught an M like the flu. So what's the young nigga to do? I done done it. Kept my mouth closed, told the seconds to run it. I ain't seen shit, no bleach, no blunders. Commas a motherfucker, so I know death's coming. I done been and made peace with it years ago, honest. Why you think I ride with the yacht and ride day unconscious? One in the head with the drum on the bottom. I never listen to dummies, cause most of these dumbass niggas don't count money. And most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics. Love putting the next man down like they just relevant. Tribulations. I stay on the block, we afford a zero vacation. We don't complain, we just grind it out. Keep the Mac on me, young boys be wildin' out. Uh, but I'm cold with the sight alignment. If you pussy think I'm capping, just pull up and try it. Uh, plus I'm cold with my hands, that's the ultimate misconception if you think that I'm playing. Now back to the story, I grew up wrong. Nigga put his hands on my mama, I wired his jaw. Reach for my hammer, my cousin would give it to me, glad he didn't broad day. How'd I gave it to him, how'd I been like X-rated, doing music from jail. Live from my cell, with one regret I fail. No commissary, no mail, just leave me be. I'm never pussy, never ratted, still the same OG. I never listen to dummies, cause most of these dumbass niggas don't count money. And most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics. Love putting the next man down like they just relevant. Listen to dummies, cause most of these dumbass niggas don't count money. And most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics. Love putting the next man down like they just relevant. Ah, never listen to dummies, I refuse. I'd rather walk away before I lose. I'd rather spend my money on my kids, pay dues. I'd rather fuck up for your baby mamas out of their shoes. designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered 
where everyone would be happy. It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from, which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization. And I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You've had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease. A cancer of this planet. You are a plague. And we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place. This zoo. This prison. This reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I've somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive. Isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key. My key. There are people that's awake, and there's people asleep. Now. Most people on this planet are asleep. So, let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. We, it used to they say 5%. <laughs> no, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So you're going to be lonely because the simple fact that
people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. <clears throat> now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so that you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. <laughs> now, had you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lower chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yes. You see, the, Lord the basic sen uh, senses, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They moving, but they, they're brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they'd throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. Because that's another, that's where your true self is. But, you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But, most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. Make it look pretty, they have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they are radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I asked everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this knowledge. Let me give you an example. When I was, on, when I was in college... I was standing up one time, I had finished school, and I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. And he said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university, that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I went, I went through for four years, I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew, I felt empty. Now, it was, it was, you know, 
it was a couple of years later that what I was missing I realized was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But I, I but but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You you always thought that you was you, you that, that something was missing, and that's why it's actually because you were you, you were gravitating above the root shock. All right, all right, all right, all right. Peace to the gods, and welcome to the show. My bad, y'all. We had a little discrepancy with um with Bronx Talk, man. They having some issues. I think you know this is a prime time right now, so a lot of people are using Bronx Talk Radio right now. Um, so we're not the only ones that's broadcasting. So sometimes shit gets slowed down and it takes us a minute. So I say welcome to the show. Peace to the gods. Hopefully we can find you in a good place tonight. Got a good topic lined up for you tonight. I like that instrumental. You? <laughs> I actually seen that. <laughs> All right. Hey, peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. You're sitting there right here on the bottom line. This is the New Evolution Radio Network. I'm your host, Joey Brownsell Bay. Tonight, we're going to go into the social security number. We're going to look at this social tonight. We're going to look at some things surrounding the social. Because y'all using that motherfucker like the world is about to blow up tomorrow. Niggas be using the hell out that social. Okay. Some niggas don't use the social security number so much you can't use it no more. Can't even get you a job or an apartment with it because it's so messed up, ain't it? We're going to talk about that tonight. You see, the social security number, I happen to know, is an adhesion contract. It's a contract. Believe it or not. I think a lot of us fail to remember that. Okay. The social security number is a contract. Man, there's so much. Damn, I'm sorry, y'all. We got a lot of background noise. What's going on? Can we get that together? Okay. All right. So the social security number, it, it's a contract. Right, and people are using it for jobs, people are using it to get apartments, people are using it for credit, people are, are using the social security number to apply for government benefits. Some people have used the social security number because they paid into it their whole life, so they think. And they want to get social security when they reach a certain age. All of these reasons, right? And we're taught from a young age, protect your social security number. Don't give it out to anybody. Safeguard that number with your life. Right? 
things that we're taught at a very young age. So, we're going to look at the Social Security number tonight because the Social Security number is your United States citizen contract. It puts you in a jurisdiction. But I'm not just going to tell you. We're going to explain it. I'm going to show you. We're just going to look at some basics of what this Social Security number really is. All right. Call the number 347-989-0194. You want to get in and holler at me? Okay. So we're going to get into it tonight. We're going to take a quick break, pay some bills. And then when we come back, we jump, we're going to jump right into this. we got a lot to discuss tonight. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. Right here on the bottom line on the New Evolution Radio Network. We'll be right back. Welcome to NaturalistHerbs.com Treat yourself to a luxury of nature. Coming soon. 100% natural shea butter. Natural moisturizer just for the skin. Come get a health reading and find out exactly what your body is missing. Then check out the herbal elixirs that will get your body back to its optimal level. While you're at naturalherbs.com, get your fill of any one of the natural herbal elixir teas. They have from 1 to 10 to target specific organs and areas of your temple. For your blood. Lungs and respiratory system, male and female organs, digestive tract, skin purification, chakras, rejuvenation of brain cells, respiratory system, bone and muscle detox. Experience the power of healing at naturalherbs.com. Get your organic Irish sea moss at naturalherbs.com. Get the most out of your body from naturalherbs.com. You have to fight the constant attacks being waged against your temple. Free shipping on orders $25 or more. While you're at it, go over to makemorecommerce.com and check out the packages they have to provide you with remedy. That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R-C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E.com. Go check it out right now.
Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. All right, all right, all right. Peace to the God. Welcome back. We're back. Let's get into it. So, the Social Security number. What the fuck is the Social Security number? A lot of people are using this thing and don't know what it is. So, let's take a look at it. So, we don't have no more questions, right? So, first of all, a Social Security number is any... And by the way, we are not the only country in the world with social security numbers, okay? Or with capital accounts, believe it or not. Okay? Now, a social security number is any government system that provides monetary assistance to people with an inadequate income or no income at all. In the United States, this is usually called welfare. Or a social safety net. Especially when talking about Canada and European countries. So hold on, hold on. Did they just say that if you had a social security number, you were on welfare? Hmm. Okay, let's keep going. Social security is asserted in Article 22 of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which states that every member, as everyone, as a member of a society, has the right to social security. And is entitled to realization through national effort and international cooperation and in accordance with the organization and resources of each state of the economic, social, and cultural rights indispensable for his dignity and the free development of his personality. So in simple terms, the signatories agree that the society in which a person lives should help them to develop to make the most of the advantage. They call that social welfare. See, social security may also refer to the action of programs of an organization intended to promote the welfare of the population, right? So they say. So let's take a look at it. I'm going to give you some secrets of the social security number. Let's go. Now, the social security number is an important weapon in the hands of the territorial gangsters or the people who use deception and fraud coercion and terror to claim jurisdiction over you, okay? We call these people our governments. Now, territorial gangsters love to create systems that enable them to dominate and control their victims so they can live off the fruit of their labor, like parasites and cannibals. They use social security numbers to keep track of their victims. Other agencies, such as credit bureaus and banks, also use social security numbers to identify people. You know they use that social for everything you do. Okay. Don't ever forget. Right. The social security number identifier, if you will. Okay. If we want to even call it that, it's, that's that's what it is. It's your identifier. Everybody. All right. I apologize. I didn't lose. I didn't lose my spot. I was actually 
I have to adjust the um, from time to time. I have to go in and adjust the volume because sometimes I can't hear my damn self. Now they use the social security number to keep track of their victims. Other agencies such as credit bureaus, okay, and banks. Use this number to track you. This is your identifier, okay? Now, the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution created what they call a creature. This is what we call it in legis, okay? This is where you get your creature of the law, okay? So, the U.S. Constitution, okay, out of the 14th Amendment, created the creature. They call the creature the U.S. citizen, okay? This is also a euphemism for victim or slave, okay? U.S. citizens are subject to federal. And other statutory jurisdiction. Okay. Now, the government took many steps to turn individual victims or slaves, excuse me, turn many individuals into victims or slaves. Now, one of these steps was the introduction of the social security system. Practically all of these steps fraudulent. Now, the government likes to operate on the basis that because you applied for the Social Security number, right, and stated on the application that you were a U.S. citizen, that you are their slave and that they own you and can tell you what to do or what not to do. Right? Now, remember, that's presumption and assumption. Now, they won't put it this way, but this is the basis on which they can operate. Now. It is advocated that you switch your activities to an economic and free market activity, okay? However, it still may be necessary for you to use the SSN for certain things. I personally don't use it myself. And if you can help it, you want to get away from using it, okay? Now, let's just go into some general information about it. Now, a misconception regarding the Social Security number. Like a driver's license, use was simple and direct. See, a lot of people are using a social for things that it was never intended for. See, a social security number supposedly represents your private account to hold paid-in benefits until you get old, right, until your old age. So it was essentially a core war savings program initiated by Franklin Delano Roosevelt and was at the uh, time a product of what they call enlightened social conscience, right? They thought it was a good thing. Today, the social security system is broke, all right? Benefits provide a subhuman existence, and when the time uh, for you to retire, ain't no money anyways. You know how hard it is for a lot of niggas to even get social security? Like, I've I probably been hearing that for a long time in my life. People, man, I'm applying for my social security, everybody trying to get this social security, man. Really? Well, that's interesting. Are you going to get it? What's it going to take for you to get it? Contracting with the state? Agreeing to be a subject of the state? That's how you get social security. But, you know, everybody's got choices. Like my man 840 said. 
Now, everybody today wants your social security number, right? Schools, lenders, banks, everybody. Because it's an easy way for individuals and governments to identify and keep track of. Right? It's also this tax identification number. Because it's a, it's a way for the government to be able to tax you. Now, it's one number you're supposedly stuck with your whole life, right? Because you, you can't get rid of this number. Now, for them so-called Christians, this would be your mark of the beast, right? You took the mark of the beast by taking it social, if you will. The system is the beast. Now, most people believe that the law requires you to have a social security number. To work in the United States But this ain't true See the Privacy Act of 1974 Requires that Social security numbers be provided For certain purposes You must give your social security number To the IRS And the Social Security Administration They say you're supposed to give it to an employer But guess what You don't have to give it to an employer They don't need that See, in a nutshell, the law says that no federal, state, or local government agency may deny you any right, benefit, or privilege for refusing to provide your Social Security number unless there is a law or regulation on the books adapted prior to 1975 that specifically authorizes the demand for the number. Now, your employer, by law, cannot divulge the Social Security number to anybody. In fact, the IRS can't divulge the Social Security number to anybody either. The only thing the IRS can verify is that the social security number you're using is valid. This is why you want to acquire what they call a TIN, okay? which is associated with your name. Then if anyone wants to verify the TIN with the IRS, they will say that the TIN is valid to your name and the IRS cannot divulge any of the information about you. So a lot of people who, who want to work will get TINs, right, places of social. A lot of foreigners got these. Now, you're not required to give your social security number to anyone else, including creditors, hospitals, doctors, credit bureaus, or any other private firm that wants to keep track of you. If you have to give an identification number, you should have a taxpayer identification number. That's what the TIN is. Okay? Now, Generally, dictionaries describe nexus as a connection, right? A tie or a link between individuals, groups, or members, or a series of groups, right? Now, the government uses the term to imply that someone is their slave in some respect. So, for example, a mail order company operates from a certain state. The government of that state claims that the company has to pay the sales tax, right, on sales made within the state. They have a nexus in respect it. In respect of those transactions, generally, the company doesn't have to pay sales tax on the, on the sales made to other states. However, under certain circumstances, the government claims that they have a nexus even on the sales made from other states. So, for example, if the company has some kind of office representative in those other states, but the main thing to understand is that, they, is that when they have a nexus over you, it means that they, that they regard you as a slave in some respect. The main purpose of the Social Security number in the system is to turn people into slaves. Now, the Social Security Act is a monstrous lie 
It was created and devised and intended unjustly, fraudulently, and maliciously to deprive the individual of his or her birthright, good name, and character, and to legally steal his wealth. See, some people claim that the Social Security Act was a plot to rid the individual sovereign of his absolute right, and further, that the underlying purpose was to render the individual subject, right, and that the object of the law, the tax law, and other related contractual obligations, right, were also as such. So the Social Security number is recognized by other nations, right, and is also prima facie evidence that, number one, the numbered citizen is a card-carrying and practicing member of socialism. So you know having a Social Security card, having a Social Security number means that you're a socialist, straight up and down, because it means you agree with it. Okay? Number two, he has a he is he or she has voluntarily voluntarily waived his right, your absolute right, to one your personal security, two your personal liberty, that's sovereignty, and three personal property. That's your name. Okay. Number three, old age benefits, minimum wage, food stamps, welfare benefits from the government financed uh, by the society at large, okay? Number four, he is now under the public policy for the good of the whole, right? This is how you catch a public charge, my nigga. Catch a public charge because you are a public citizen, right? Number five, he is a taxpayer within the code of the IRC code. Number six, some of his constitutional protections, Bill of Rights, no longer apply to him. See, now you got privileges. Number seven, or like the privilege to drive, right? Number seven, he has denounced his sovereign status of a free person and is administered through a regional district. See that? So you gave up your status to govern yourself. That's autonomy. Number eight, he is a taxpayer and a collector of his own tax. He can be labeled a tax cheater, a tax protester, and even a tax evader if he don't file taxes. Number nine. He subjects himself to the United States Congress and can be charged criminally for willful failure to file. Number 10, he has rejected the natural laws or common law and has exchanged the blessings of liberty for a mess of pottage. The organic laws or contracts are now enforced to compel him to abide by his hidden agreements imposed by the participation in the social security system. See, I've been telling y'all all of this was contract. So you effectively give up most of your rights for benefits. What a great right? A lot of people would assume that that's a great thing. Let's give up our rights for benefits. Right, and, and and once we do that, right, we're gonna be good. Such a misconception. You know, I often wonder, like, where does this misconception come from that it's okay? For us to give up our rights. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. 
I, I completely get it. And I understand that some people need welfare, right? Like, some people need that. Like, some people need church. But if you give people full discretion in the beginning, I'm sure most people would never sign up for you. If you understood what you were giving up. You know what I'm saying? Let me keep going. Now, the following excerpts related to the Social Security Act, okay? Later, Social Security Laws, 98th Congress. Let me read them to you. It's to provide for the general welfare, welfare by establishing a federal old age benefit and by enabling the several states to make more adequate provisions for old age persons, blind persons, dependent, crippled children, material. And in welfare children, we're in a welfare state. Okay? When using this act, the term person means an individual, a trust, or an estate, a partnership, or a corporation. Or a corporation. Now, the term taxpayer means any person subject to any internal revenue tax. Tax imposed by the section shall be collected by the employer of the taxpayer. That is under 26 IRC. Okay. The District Court of the United States shall have original jurisdiction over these taxpayers. Special maritime and territorial jurisdiction of the United States shall be over these taxpayers. Willful failure to file a tax return to also put these people in that jurisdiction. Willfully means more than voluntarily. It means an act done with bad purpose, right? Without justifiable excuse, without regard. See, let me tell you something. If you're a U.S. citizen, you're supposed to be following your taxes. They expect you to do that, right? That's what a good tax-paying citizen is. Okay? about bad faith or evil intent? Justification in the view of financial circumstances of taxpayers are necessary elements of willfulness in criminal cases. U.S. versus Swanson. See, all of these cases point out that number one, these people were taxpayers. Number two, they had social security numbers. Number three, they was a person as defined by the IRC code. I didn't even go through all the cases, and I'll give them to you in a second. Okay. Number four, a defendant. Number five, a person that's chargeable. Number six, there was a viable nexus, right, some type of connection. Number seven, a person who is obliged to perform under prescribed standard of conduct, right? You might work for the government in any form or fashion. You're a U.S. citizen. Number eight, you had a legal obligation. Or number nine. The common law of contracts is applied. So let me give you some cases to go look at, okay? United States versus McCormick. U.S. versus Klein. United States versus Murdoch. United States versus Vitello. U.S. versus Swanson. U.S. versus Thompson. All of these cases will give you an example of what a U.S. citizen is. So you know what is not, but you need to know what it is. 
I can, I know what a U.S. citizen is now. Believe me. Been doing it long enough, but most of y'all still don't know what it is. So it's important that you know what it is, so you can know what it's not, so you can not be what it is. You did. Now, the term people or human beings are not to be found in the Internal Revenue Code, and it fails to properly identify who is required to file. So it cannot be found because it is not there. Security Act merely identifies one as a person who is receiving benefits and therefore must meet the burden. Under the ancient concept of Lord, Menefeld's maxim. Right? And that maxim says that no man, no man shall enrich himself unjustly at the expense of another. And in the eyes of the court, the individual ought to pay income tax. The common law of quasi-contract, as if a contract, is now in full force and effect. Signature of a person is the proof of his consent that binds him under the law of contract. A nexus is defined as a connection, a tie, a link between the individuals of a group and that individual. See, the signature of each person given voluntarily binds the U.S. citizens together into a lifelong socialized contract with the government. So now you and the government got a thing going on. Y'all got a thing going on. Because you chose to stay in the nexus. I think a lot of people forget that being a citizen is a choice. It's like your boy Kanye told you that being um, a slave was a choice. Maybe y'all misunderstood what that man was trying to tell you. Because being a slave is a choice. People choose to be slaves right now today. Don't they? Don't they? Right here in America. Remaining under the United States citizenship because the U.S. is a corporation, is a choice to remain a slave, especially once you know. Now, the law, and when I say the law, I'm talking about real positive constitutional law, constitutionally protected rights, right? Real law, positive law. Cannot be invoked when a citizen, or I should say, when a so let me rephrase this the law, constitutional law, the real law, can't be invoked if you're if you are a, a citizen under their particular uh, statute, right? Now, when you got a social security number, when you're receiving benefits, all of that puts you into their system. You cannot enrich yourself at the expense of another person or a group. So without the law, the court cannot offer a remedy. When a court cannot offer a remedy, the court lacks jurisdiction. So anytime you go into a court, right, you're not part of their law system. Only remedy they can offer you is a dismissal, right, in situations like that. Now, under the Social Security Act, the citizen is in a state of voluntary servitude. You hear that? 
Involuntary servitude is unconstitutional, 13th Amendment, right? But voluntary servitude is constitutional. For every positive action, there's a negative reaction. One has the absolute right to enter into a contract and bind himself to a specific performance, submitting himself to the law of contract and to the law of the contract itself. Now, within the United States, in any place subject to its jurisdiction, no one can force a citizen into a state of involuntary servitude unless for the punishment of a crime, whereas the party shall have been duly convicted. That's the 13th Amendment. See, no one can force you, right, to be a citizen. No one can force a citizen into a contractual agreement. The judicial, executive, and legislative branches of the government do not have that power. A tax judge will always remind a litigant that there are no constitutional protections, right of free speech, privacy, and a tax court when under contractual obligations. But no judge can order a citizen to participate in the Social Security system. The system is 100% voluntary, and whoever joins the system also volunteers into paying income tax. You know that's just voluntary, right? Now, the following case of law describes a valid, constitutionally valid tax return. Taxpayers' Internal Revenue Code 1040 forms containing only asterisks denoting constitutional objections constituted returns as a matter of law under 26 U.S.C. Section 7203 U.S. v. Temple. Assistance compelling a citizen to join under the Social Security Act is not a remedy. It would be an act of judicial abuse as a court lacks the authority to do so. Some judicial indiscretion is appealable. Compelling a person to obtain a Social Security number is also invalid. Litigation will only be allowed if the accused had a Social Security number prior to the investigation and litigation. Where a person has been induced by fraud to make a contract, several alternatives are open to him. He can treat the contract as valid and sue in tort for the fraud. He can rescind the contract by proceedings in equity. Or he can wait until sued upon the contract and set forth fraud up as a defense. But at all times, when the fraud is discovered, he's, he must recover. Excuse me. He must recovery. Can be had. I hate how to word it that. Now, evidence that the taxpayer knew he should have filed tax returns but had no effort to pay his taxes or get in touch with any officials about his income puts questions of criminal intent for a jury, U.S. versus Sullivan. So when a fraud is discovered, the plaintiff must have the other party on notice of the fraud as if it applies to his case. This is why I always tell y'all do an um, administrative process because a gentleman gives notice. You have to give notice. Right? So even if it benefits for the, from the fraud, no recovery can be had. When the party himself rescinds or repudiates the contract, he merely gives notice by that action to the other party that the contract that he does not propose to be bound by the contract. This he may do his own action and need not turn to the courts. Now, when, however, a court of equity grants rescission or cancellation, it wipes out the instrument. 
and renders it as though it did not exist. In effect, it tears up the paper and it destroys it. A bill in equity to obtain a rescission is not like an action at law, brought on the footing of a rescission. Previously completed, the foundation of a bill that the rescission is not complete and that the plaintiff asks the aid of the court to make it. We were talking about this. You can get that book where we go into equity because when you get to a certain point, you're going to have to go to an equity court. Let's say you got you out of the system, you're a national. It violates your rights. You got to go to a court of equity to sue. Right? Social security number was fraud. I also like how they brought up the fact that when we're talking about fraud, let's say you got a debt collection case. Somebody's trying to sue you for a debt collection. That's fraud in the factum. I've told y'all this over and over. Student loans is fraud. That's an equitable defense, by the way. See, neither an agent of the government, nor a judge, nor a legislative officer, nor an executive officer can cancel participation in the Social Security Act of a citizen. You got to do it. Nor is there a provision within the code that permits or does not permit a citizen to withdraw from the system. See, these provisions are lacking because participation in the system is a voluntary contract decided by the individual. All citizens who have rescinded their social security numbers by resorting to common law proceedings, right, i.e. by the mere filing of a document of activation recorded in the county courthouse, will most likely not be recognized by the court that that proceeds in equity. Okay? But if the word fraud is implied, he can wait until sued upon and set fraud up as a defense. And if the relief asks is in equity, then he who seeks equity must do equity. He must be given equity. Right? The remedy that exists within the law must come from equity. Equity is the part of the law which administers and adjusts common law rights where the court of common law have no machinery. So I want you I want you to take these maxims of law down. Okay. One is he who affirms must prove. Okay? The burden of proof is not on you. It's on the person who brings the claim. If the plaintiff does not prove his case, the defendant is not absolved. And the burden of proof lies upon him who affirms. See, today, every American, right, Americans are constantly being confronted with greater and more frequent requests Right to provide that social. Right, so examples of this modern day phenomenon and numerous, uh, you know, here's the thing, right? Because <laughs> it is a phenomenon, right? And numerous people are using this thing, and I want to call it a phenomenon because a hundred years ago people wasn't using this damn thing. You you couldn't find a person with a social security number, right? See, states are moving to um, have people put the social on the driver's license. I remember when they first started doing that shit, man, and they and they wanted you to put your social on the driver's license. But then I remember my pops was like, no, nah, you ain't got to do that. He, he telling me you don't want the social on there. So we started doing that, right, when we were still using driver's license. Okay? 
I mean, you know, when you register your kids for school, they want to consult you for that. These people are very invasive, and you know they create bonds with these with these numbers, right? So let me give you some other case law, right? Because when you get a lot of these entities who are making these particular demands on you for these for these particular numbers, okay, they got to remember that there are laws. It must contain a requirement that everyone have the number of the beast. Of course, there are a few cases, right, that recognize this objection. Because some of these fucking jobs will be like, no, you have to have a social. So let's, let's look at them, right? Freedom of religion. How about that one? We'll start off with, right? Stevens versus Bergen. So look at that case. Okay? Callahan versus Woods. Okay? Another one. See, your religion, first of all, the United States is a Massachusetts trust, right? It was created under religion. It was founded as a religious corporation. And they can't force you to be a United States citizen because that would be forcing you under their religion. Understand? I didn't agree to be part of your religion. Who? Where did this come from? How did this even happen? Being a U.S. citizen is technically being under a church. Now, I want you to think about some things. The social security number is the nexus that ties you into being a a voluntary taxpayer. And niggas are always complaining about taxes. So if there's a nexus that ties you in, wouldn't you consider getting rid of the nexus or finding another way to operate? So... Forty two USC, okay? Section three oh one through four thirty three. Okay? There was a requirement that every American join the Social Security Act. Somebody would expect this language to be right in forty two USC, but it's not. And the language would be similar to saying that every American of the age of 18 or older should should submit an application for Social Security Administration and should provide the information required to be prescribed by the Secretary of State. But they don't say that. You know, what's interesting is that when you turn 18, because, you know, there's this this, um, great idea that there's a bunch of money in the birth certificate account Right, when you turn 18, they really should just give you that money. But when you turn 18, they're supposed to ask you, do you want to be a part of the Social Security system? But you continue to be a part of it through voluntary actions. Mm-hmm. 
applying for the number makes you a person, an individual in their system. Right? It puts you in their system. And we're talking about assurance. It's like, it's like, it's, it's almost like insurance in a way, right? See, under the Uniform Commercial Code, you have the right to make contracts, right? To agreement. Under the Constitution as well. So, this agreement, right, that you decide to make under the Constitution or other statutory law, if you will, binds you. Right? Giving giving it out for, for a job, it binds you, depending on how you fill out that tax form. Oh, and don't get me started on the people who have nationalized and going back into the system. Then their nationality and then turn around and go back in. <laughs> it becomes citizens all over again. Because they don't know better. Once you come out, you gotta come out. Stay out. Very important. Okay. Now, we're going to go to break. We'll come back. We're going to open these call lines up. Got an upcoming webinar. We're going to be going over the beginnings and the basics of trust. You don't want to miss this webinar. It's going to be a good webinar. Going to be giving out some documents to those who are in attendance. If not, you'll have to purchase those documents afterwards. Okay. I don't recommend that you terminate the social. I recommend that, you know, you, you, you let the social be what it is. It's their number. You can't terminate. Listen, I, I would not terminate the number. I, I would keep the number, and I would I would use the number very discreetly if you decide to use it at all. But you got to get away from using it for stuff like a job, and credit. It was not intended for that purpose. Okay? Alright. So with that being said, I think we went over quite a bit. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and get into this call line and see what's going on with y'all out there. Call the number 347-989-0194. This is your chance to get in the holler at me. We'll be right back after these messages. Peace to the God.
And then we got goals that we reach or don't reach. And that is what you're up against leaving here. First are your relatives. God love them. Allah love them. Buddha love them. And then your friends. Then just general guilt, society, and then you're feared. You're afraid. 
you're afraid of making a mistake. And this is what you'll relate to me. See, I would think that when I list in your weekly report what scared you, you ought to be able to put a lot of shit down. But you put, no, nothing. I'm cool. I'm cool. Nothing scared me. Which isn't true. If you can't pick up the phone, there's a reason. Especially since you have the templates, the scripts, and you've got everything. The only thing, and I've asked this, you'd like me to dial the phone for you. Can you get past the first gatekeeper, Mr. Pena? I'm going to show you how to do that. Can you get past the second gatekeeper, Mr. Pena? I'm going to show you how to do that. And some of the big, big hitters, as my Japanese um, mentees would say, big fucking hitter, got big fucking hitter this week, have three gatekeepers. Now I'm going to show you how to do that. But you got to pick up the motherfucker. Now some of you, don't pick up, you have a thing in your ear, you know? Thing in your ear. When I used to run a boiler room back in the 70s, they, were, uh, they call them call centers now. But back in my day, they were boiler rooms. Well, I have 200 guys out there and gals, and I used to sit up on a desk, elevated from about this high off the ground. And I used to, t you know, masking tape, that gray masking tape that you can fix shit with, masking tape. I used to, I used to ask them, what hand do you wipe your ass with? And they tell me. Then I'd tape that hand, the phone to it. Tape it. And if I didn't see that motherfucker glistening from the lights, I was on him like stink on shit. Like a super, you know, like a uh, Marvel movies superhero. Why aren't you making a call, moron? We closed, we were closing motherfuckers. We were closing motherfuckers. I didn't ask if we made any sales today. How many motherfucking sales did we make? Because I only knew closing 94.6%. And I cried about the 5.4% the fuckers that got away. And they had a big board with my, my uh, records on. For the guys, the mooches in the boardroom. You used to have to ask permission to go to the toilet. Permission. And the reason why, why did I wrap it around the hand they wiped their ass with? Because you could disconnect the phone and sneak off. I know how to sell. Believe me. I know how to close. I'm a closing motherfucker. I don't know anything but close. It's about expectations, and my expectations are high. And at the bottom of your weekly report, you're going to have the world's record for every fucking thing you do for the next 12 months. You get tired of looking at that goddamn thing. How in the fuck did that asshole do that in 20 days? Is you going to ask? You, you're, you're, telling, you're not sharing anything. You're not telling the old lady, he's calling the old lady, that you haven't kicked to the curb yet. That's your wife. See, you haven't kicked you. So you haven't, you're not going to ask the old lady because you're going to say, Jesus Christ, I must be a real cunt like Pena says. Here I'm in the 17th day and this fucking asshole did it in 20 days. I must be a worthless piece of shit. I think a stiff drink and a good fuck would kill me. Now, some of you guys are going to put in your reports, well, I don't drink, Mr. Pena. You know what I'm going to say? You probably don't fuck either. 
You, maybe you're going to say to me, and you're, well, I don't drink, Mr. Pena, so you know, a stiff drink and a good fuck would kill most of the snake fights. So your excuse already is, I don't drink, so I don't have to be a good fuck. You got a reason for everything. And we got the Google fuckers here. No, I mean, shit, I, I am happy you gave me that information, though. Okay? We don't Google anymore. <laughs> That's enough. Okay, because I've asked a lot of guys and nobody, okay, and I don't, you know, and I'm not going to go uh, search. I don't give a shit that much, but I am happy you gave it to me. Okay. I did learn something from one of the kids. It's rare, but it does happen. So hope does spring eternal. Hope does spring eternal. Okay, but, I mean... Does anybody, no, I'm not going to ask you if you can relate to this, because I know you can. I know you can. You've never probably thought of it this way. You have, because you've seen this slide before. But DipsetUSA.com, yes. go to booking at dipsetusa.com yes. and make it happen if you're a promoter trying to get on. Mm -hmm. We only got about five more dates left. We got like 30 dates to go on the road. I'm very excited to go on the road with these brothers. I haven't been on the road since about 96 or oh, 97. Yeah. No, I went on a tunnel tour, but I, it was different. My mind wasn't right. My mind's right this time. New York City, you know what time it is. Yeah. Jim Jones, Killer Cam, Joel Santana, Freaky Ziggy. Dipset 2015. Let's go. Yeah. We there, bro. I'm all about this move. Yep. I'm all about this bread. bread. And if I get caught slipping, what? I can end up in the pit. So, bitch better have my money. 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 Nigga better have my money. money. Bitch better have my money. money. Nigga better have my money. My man, baby mom, in the morning, tell him GM. Kiss him on the forehead, take the keys to his BM. Gonna tell you got the code to his DM. I head on the gram like hashtag free him. I'm biased, but all I got for these hoes is papaya. I done drove every car, no liar. I ain't talking music when I say I did shit with Mariah. Nick wasn't there, nor was Matola. Sitting on the crates, gun in the stroller. I was selling coke, no joke, no cola. Just made a quarter mill off Ebola. What's up? I'm all about this moonlight. I'm all about this bread. And if I get caught slipping, I can end up in the fish. Bitch, better have my money. Better have, yeah. Nigga, better have my money. You better have my money. Bitch, better have my money. You better have my money. Nigga, better have my money. I got bitches that can chef up with ego. Dominican, he had the best for ego. And we just trying not to catch the Rico. Remember what Mitch had heard from Rico. Well, niggas die every day, B. I'm getting money, getting fly every day, B. I pulled up on side the real AZ. And I was young when they tried to kill AZ. We kept it mob style like whip whip Or the more styling on the wristwatch. Still do hollering in my flip flops. Summertime hopping out the road. I'm all about this moonlight. I'm all about this bread. And if I get caught slipping, I can end up in the pit. Bitch, better have my money. My money. Nigga, better have my money. Nigga, my money. 
bitch better have my money. Living life big, just that more money shit. So no matter what I get, I'm screaming more money, bitch. More money coming in, more money spent. Smelling like money, that's that more money scent. AMG kit, that's that more money bands. Knock, knock, open the door, I'm letting more money in. She like, what's this more money shit? I'm like, them niggas that you with, I'm getting more money then. Pockets full of Chuck E. Cheese, I'm under the money tree and I'm just catching all the leaves. She just wanna feel a breeze, I just wanna on her knees, cold nigga, Annie Freeze. Uh, I'm all about this moonlight. We've been about this motherfucker. I'm all about this bread. And if I get I can end up in the fair. I end up in the fair. I can 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 end up in the fair. I don't get scared yet. We are developing. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio. It's a life of hustle and survival. I remember when my, my ninth grade teacher asked me, Lisa, what do you want to be when you grow up? And see, I have to fight the Harlem Crip 30s every day to get home from school, so I looked at her and said a lie. I took an English class. I got a fail in English. And my English teacher said in front of the entire class, Lisa, you have to be the weakest writer I've ever met in my entire life. Don't worry, my story is good. Don't feel sorry for me. I got seven under my belt. And then the same year my speech teacher said, after giving me a D minus, I knew I, I knew I had an A in speech. Like, come on. He obviously didn't agree with me. He gave me a D minus and said, quote unquote, Miss Nichols, I recommend you never speak in public, that you get a death job. So here's the beauty of that story. Other people's perception of you ain't none of your business. Everything you've ever been through, set through, rolled through, cried through, prayed through, everything is a setup for your next best season. And the way you forgive the perceivingly unforgivable, the way you love the perceivingly unlovable, the way you accept what seems to be unacceptable, the way you embrace after you've been betrayed, the way you do that is the way you will lead us. Your light belongs to everyone who'll be illuminated because you were bold enough and obedient enough to let your light shine. Yes, yes. And every time you cross someone's path and they can't handle your light, you know those people that they try to give you reasons why you should tone it down a bit. That they would tell Cheryl not to sing so loud. Right, right, right. They would tell me to shut up in class. They tell you you're kind of strange. You know those people, dream snatchers, vision busters. Don't be mad at them. They can only love you to the capacity in which they're able to love themselves. Don't be mad at them. Don't be mad at them. Pray for them. Love them. Because they're dealing with themselves like we're dealing with us. 
But I want you to remember that your 70 watts, your 70 watts has to be turned way up because you got way more to give us. It ain't over yet. Don't put a period where God put a comma. And when you turn it up to 159 watts, you know, you keep turning it up. You like, you stop dimming your light. You say, today is the first day of the rest of my life. You turn it up. You're going to find people that can't handle your light. And before today, you might have dimmed your light. You might have shrunk a little bit. You might have tempered it down a little bit. But after today, I want you to see this. After today, turn the lights up. After today, you don't dare dim your light. As your light gets brighter, as your light gets brighter, you're going to disrupt some people. And they're going to tell you your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Then you just look at them and say, well, I'm not dimming my light. I'm just going to hand you some shade. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. All right, all right, all right. Peace to God. Welcome back. See right here on The Bottom Line, right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. So, we're talking about the Social Security number tonight. I got a little excerpt I want to read to you because I want you to understand that a Social Security number is a contract, right? And, and, you know, some people say, well, shouldn't I rescind it? Shouldn't I get rid of it? You know, once I become a national. But I want to read an excerpt to you. Some of y'all have found, because y'all niggas, y'all listen pretty intently, so y'all take some of the hints and y'all go find information, which is great. So some of y'all have found this rule already. But, again, because it's very important to understand that when you do a proper status change, it alienates you, right, from the U.S. citizen. So y'all become two separate people, two separate entities. So, a lot of times when you get pulled over, right, or you get detained, they don't ask you of your status. They don't ask you. Now, they will ask you if you got a social security number. They've done that shit to me before, right? Because if they can't find you in their system, they go digging. The motherfuckers held me there one time for almost an hour and a half because I was driving an old-ass van my pops had back in the day. I was driving, it's a couple years ago, I was driving a van. Van didn't have no tags. It belonged to the, to, the, uh, to the van. It wasn't registered in the state. I didn't have no insurance. That motherfucker was really private. You know they let me go with no tickets. I took them for hours. It was like, you know, I think about it. It's my first experience with that. But they asked for a social. Back then, I didn't know none of this information, right? Uh, I was, you know, I was, I was um, fresh to the info, you could say. So I gave them a social, right? And I'm thinking, I'm going to jail for certain. No, it was not in their jurisdiction. But one of the things that they're supposed to do is ask you 
whether or not you're a U.S. citizen or not. So, I want to read something to you. It says, short of asking all detainees who are stopped about their nationality, a police officer and asked if someone is a foreign national. Okay? Now, if you do not routinely ask each person that you arrest whether he or she is a U.S. citizen, you will need to develop other procedures for determining whether or not you have arrested or detained a foreign national and for complying with consular notification requirements. A driver's license issued in the United States will not normally provide information sufficient to indicate whether the license holder is a United States citizen. See, the driver's license is a contract, but it does not necessarily make you a citizen. But you know what it does make you? It makes you a resident of the state. Now, nor does the fact that a person who has a Social Security number indicate that that person is necessarily a U.S. citizen. So having a social doesn't always make you a U.S. citizen either, depending on your particular capacity and standing in law. Now, a foreign national may present as identification a foreign passport or consular identity card issued by his government or an alien registration document issued by the government. So if you got a passport or you got some type of government document, right? you're not a U.S. citizen, you should present that when you get pulled the fuck over. I'm not talking about a more signed symbol of America document. I told you all this on Friday. Okay? Now, if the person presents a document that indicates birth outside the United States, right, some type of naturalization certificate, or claims to have been born outside the United States, he or she may be a foreign national. Okay, most but not all persons born in the United States are U.S. citizens. Most but not all. Okay, most but not all persons born outside the United States are not U.S. citizens. But a person born outside the United States whose mother or father is a U.S. citizen may also be a U.S. citizen. As a person born outside the United States who has become naturalized as a U.S. citizen. Okay? See, I want y'all to understand that they know the difference. They also know who's supposed to be taxed according to that social and who's not. So when you nationalize, they know who you are because guess what? They also nationalize the social. I happen to know for a fact. You understand? So, with that being said, let's go to the call lines and see what's happening out there. We're going to go to, let's jump over to 240-320. Peace to the God. Peace, God. Peace, God. What's going on? It's all good. How are you? Great, actually. I'm really great. Just absorbing all the information. It's, uh, it's crazy because... um. I actually was on Twitter one day and someone was like, tweet something I don't know. And I found an article, not a, well, a saying from uh, CNN, which was basically saying that 
on the back of the social, it said that you weren't supposed to be using it um, for credit purposes. And I think they took it off in like the sixties or something, late late sixties. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and that was on CNN's website. Uh, I just googled it. So that's interesting. It's like, it's crazy. And, and it's true. It's true. That was never its original intent. They never intended that thing to be used for credit because nobody they didn't even have credit cards in the thirties. Right. And and when you tell somebody that they they it's just like they're stuck in that mindset with their program. They're like, I mean, I've been using the social for so long. I might as well just keep using it. Exactly. That's how people think. That's the mind state that we are uh, unfortunately in. Fuck it. We've been using it this long. I don't know what else to use. Let's keep using it. Right. right. And because like, those benefits that they're getting, and when I first came across this information, people were just like, well, um, I, I don't want to jeopardize my job trying to do all this stuff. I'd rather just keep doing uh, the stuff that I'm doing. Life's going good for me. Uh, and they're, they're under the illusion that life's going good for them. But here they are running taxes and having to get up and go to a job they don't want to go to or doing stuff mm-hmm. they don't want to do. But they, And then they go to church and then they try to pray on better times, but they're not actively going out trying to better their situation. Yep. I agree. That's exactly what's happening. And then they just pray for better time. You know, it's like this, right? Go ahead. I promote these shows all the time. Right? Uh We have seminars, all this type of stuff. And the thing is, is it's people's choice on whether or not they want to go back and listen. It's people's choice on whether or not. I mean, all the episodes are free. We've got free archives. Right. I'm not the only person out here teaching. Neither is Jonah or Akeem. So it's like, you can go on YouTube all day long, but you got to have the will, the willingness in your own spirit to be like, all right, that's what I'm going to study. I'm going to take some time out and actually try to understand this shit. Right. And Damn, bro. I was telling my coworkers, I was telling my coworkers that, and I'm like, yo, because I work in a dealership right now. Um, I actually got to quit. But all the time, I'm like, you, you're back here, and I know the, the songs that they're playing on the, on the radio station back here aren't good at all. So y'all have the opportunity to, although you, yes, I understand that you have responsibilities in life and families to take care of, but you could still be educating yourself while on uh, doing this job and like understanding what's going on. Because when you start coming across this information, it really does keep you up at night because you're like, hold on, what else are they doing that I don't mm-hmm. know about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mess it up. So it's like that that kind of mindset just it really does mess your head up. Well, you know, it's like I was always told, many are called, few are chosen. Right? A lot yeah. of people were here to call in. Not a lot of people gonna answer it though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and you know what's so messed up? It's like a lot of like for instance some of not all of our women, but some of them don't respect this information until either they see a significant other make some money with it or until mm-hmm. they get into a situation on their own and they got to use the information because they can't afford to get an attorney or don't have no other solution 
So they got to come to us. And then they use it and it works for them. And then they become a believer and go, oh, now I understand. Now I understand why they're using the law. I I agree with that because I've been telling my sister about this kind of information. And she's like, no, I've already done that program. It doesn't work. I'm like, first of all, you don't know the program I'm doing. It's, it's impossible that you know. Uh, that you know. Well, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I know for a fact that you don't know what I'm talking about. And even, what was it, yesterday, one of the days, I actually, well, uh, we're talking about family. And then um, I asked her, I'm like, are you still doing credit? Because I got a friend who's uh, who's got his own credit repair business. Even though we know the same thing, I just made it seem as though I didn't know what he was doing. Uh, I was like, he's doing his own credit repair business, and he's been getting a lot of uh, remedies. Conversation ended right then and there. She didn't even respond. I'm like, I, I don't know. So, it's like, the problem is everybody's complaining about their current situation, but then when you show them a way out... They don't want to actually do nothing about it. Yeah, they don't want, they don't believe it. They don't want you to know, believe it. You know, it's almost until like you misery love company, check. bro. Yeah. This it's is like, love. until you come That's in with that settlement company. check, they don't want to hear about it. But um, it's unfortunate. Let me ask my. Qu- I'm gonna ask this question so um, I don't hog up the line mm-hmm. too much. Um, so I've been working on this case for a while. Um, and or a couple cases. Can, should you or can you file this lawsuit before um the Consumer Protection Division contacts them? Because I filed the complaint um like last week, but every, I've defaulted them out on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. You can file your suit before then. Okay, that's cool. Cause I, I, I thought mm-hmm. so because like they got sixty days to respond anyway. So that thirty yeah. days for them consumer to protection, contact them. Yeah, the consumer protection division is not gonna step in and get you no money though. So it's still gonna be incumbent right. upon you to get the money. So I would still file the suit. Yeah, I figured that. And um, dealing with one of those cases, um, do you? Have- Cause I saw I have the template that you have for like credit inquiries and stuff like that. So I'm, uh, that's one of my lawsuits yeah. I'm working on right now. Another one okay. is just dealing with a uh, a personal loan that's or a student loan someone had um, through Wells Fargo. Do you have a template for that, or should I just um, or do you yeah, know you can any, use like, um, yeah yeah you can use the FDCPA template. Okay, that, that deals right, yeah, specifically with yeah that deals with third party. Um, I like to use FDCPA template because we're talking about debt collection specifically. Uh-huh. So that's why you use that template. Fair debt collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm um and you do you do the same thing. You use it three times. Perfect, perfect. Now, when it comes to that, uh, the complaint, do you put the attorney like um the when you ask for let's say sixty thousand dollars for damages and 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 other things, do you? Factor in the attorney fees as well, or do you just wait until you get into? Um, oh no, you factor, factor in your attorney fees. No, second, factor in your attorney fees too. You factor in everything. Okay, because I always saw that it said, leave I out. demand this or I request this, um, as well as attorney fees. Yeah, you put your you, you put your attorney fees in there. So so, got it. I like to add. I like to add up my attorney fees and add them into uh-huh. my to my damages. 
Because you're asking okay. for, um, you know, punitive damages. Uh, you're asking for compensatory damages, statutory uh, damages. You know, mm-hmm. and you're asking the court to give you those damages, right, in, a, in addition to your attorney's fees. So your attorney's fees, so if it's a hundred grand, right, and you're asking for 80000 and statutory or, comp- or compensatory, whatever those are, right? Then uh-huh. you're going to ask the court for another 20000 right, to be included for your attorney's fees. Got it. Now, when I was um, talking to some other people in Maryland, they apparently they're making it a lot harder for you to even get those attorney fees. Have you heard about well, that? Or I mean, you know- well, well, that might that might be in a in, that might be in state court, but remember when you start dealing with um, cases over a certain amount, you go into federal court. So in federal court, it don't right. matter. Oh, and, the, and okay. there's still a, and there's still provision like just like uh, Kansas has got um, FDCPA law, so does Maryland. So it's incumbent uh-huh. for you to know what your consumer protection laws in your state are. This way, right. you know, a judge can't be a judge can't deny you that if you're entitled to that, you can use the law as the um, the proof. Right. Now, how would that work with um, if you're trying to do it? If, like, let's say if I'm doing uh, someone else's paperwork for them, um, how would yeah. I? Yeah. How would I go about that? You gotta be more specific. So. Uh, the Wells Fargo case I'm working on right now is for someone else, and uh, in their complaint, would I just roll in um, my attorney fees into their complaint, and then whatever he's granted, just take it off the top? Yeah, because it's like he's doing the suit, not you. Right. So it's like he's asking for all of the fees, and then you and him need to have a separate contract on how y'all going to do business. Got what he's gonna it, give you, right, you helping him with his case. It that is. makes sense, right? And uh, last thing, um, so I went back because I remember I asked you, and I also heard somebody else ask you about the um, certificate of appointment. So I went back and watched yes. the um, the webinar and found out that the uh, registrar of vital statistics was the um, appointment. So I just wanted to put that out there because I know I haven't heard anybody say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the birth certificate, uh huh. Thank you for uh-huh. putting that up here. Yep. So just wanted to make sure that was a little easier next time. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, uh, Appreciate you putting that out there. Yep. That's all I got, God. Okay, God. Say peace. Peace. All right. Let's go to 610-726. Peace to the God, my brother. Peace to the God, peace, Joe. God. Peace to the God. Oh man, great show, great show, man. I like how you go and just going through that. This thing, man, that that just ties into what happened to me this this week, man. You know, what's that? I just um, I just got the bank account going, man. I got the bank account going this week, um, just yesterday for uh, you know, for for the straw man, for the for the for the for the unincorporated religious assembly. Uh, for the strong man, you know, 
not straw man. Good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, see, so see, I just see, you know, know what's interesting, interesting is, is when, when I do this trust webinar next weekend, I'm going to go over the basics of trust, but I'm going to go over um, business trust because the business trust is how you want to operate your life. And yeah. un- that's what an unincorporated business is. It's a trust. <laughs> yeah, a lot we, of us you know, make the on that, though. Yeah. So, you know, it's like the beginning stages and everything. So I'm just, um, I guess, you know, I'm going to put what I have into that. And uh, then I can begin to start establishing some type of um, credit. Type of exactly. big, uh, banking relationship. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, for sure. Good step. Yeah. So, like that, you know, with that, that would tie into everything. Like that would be the account that I could um, establish now in the private now, and I can just, uh, you know, roll anything into that that needs to go into that. Any future purposes. Yep, or anything. You just want to so, make sure that that business is under your trust. That would be something that I would make sure I do. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And it is. So, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. And I also wanted to report, man, I got my my order for uh, my court date for my nationality. I got okay. the court date. All right. So, uh, December 12th. Yeah, man. You know, in the cup, they gave me a little bit of time, too. They gave me like a month and a half. So I, I got like a month and a half you in the date. So, yeah, yeah, what state are you in? Uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Keep me posted. Yeah, Let me know how that's going for you. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, the only thing I don't like is, you know, they, I guess, they trying to. They don't want to put the nationality stuff on there, so they just said name change. But to, to, you know, they just put the. Nah, 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 put, nah, nah. You gotta, nah, you gotta make sure that that's on there. Okay. Can't just okay. have them do. Can't just have them do a name. They got. They got to do both. You gotta have it all on there. Okay. They gotta have it all on the order that they just sent me. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I called him. Hey, listen, that's not what I put on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> can't change my forms. What are y'all doing? <laughs> that's exactly what I would say. I just wanted to call and make sure I was okay. All right. I didn't want to say too much and like go too far either. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Go no. Too. That's that's, that's got to be on there. Okay. Yeah, and and, okay. and and then you know there's there's that naturalization law too. So you have problems, you need to pull that law out. I don't know it off the top of my head. I, I'm I got goddamn I found the law and I don't even know what it is. I have to, somebody knows if you know it, put it in the chat. But there's a law that, oh, you that, that they not, they can they can naturalize you in district court. If they can naturalize you in district court, they can unnaturalize you in national life. So. That's what I'm using. To make you a U.S. citizen in that bitch, unmake me a yeah. U.S. citizen. That's right, and we already know they they letting them in. I got um, I got um, newspaper clippings of when they bringing them in. 
um, right down there in the same court. So uh, got I got the pamphlets and stuff, and they bringing them in. They just brought some people in from Egypt that I know. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, that's people. what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, you know, as much as they have a duty to to make somebody a U.S. citizen, they have a duty to take you out if that's what you choose to do. So, you you, got, you need to push for that to be on the on that paperwork. I will. I will. I will, bro. All right. Yeah. So, thank you, Joe. Right. I appreciate everything, man. Okay, no yeah, man. I'm gonna keep rocking out with you, man. Just keep studying and keep on going, going hard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Keep getting that remedy. Peace to the God. Thank you, Mark. Peace to the God. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to 470705. What's going down? Peace, peace. What's going on, man? Medina. And, What's uh, up, Medina? Oh, man, nothing much, man. I want to appreciate you for uh, for uh, giving me that lesson. Uh, for getting me that lesson from the uh, from your website. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta do it. Just a little bit of everywhere because you are in a situation. I'll start back over. But I did. I was able can't to. Hear, I can't hear you. All right. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I can, can you hear I me? Can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I want to say peace and thank you for everything, especially for this class. Uh, I'm gonna I'm 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 keep this one in the archives because you dropped a lot of tools that I could I couldn't even. Yeah, a lot of stuff really just brought me back to when I when I when I when I originally started with y'all in twenty sixteen. I was like, man, yeah, yeah. Most of us with you see that I was like, Yeah, yeah, it was cool. But um oh, yeah. a couple things show. I tried my bad, my bad, man. I hate to talk so fast. I just got a lot of questions. Yeah, I go ahead. So, uh, our first question is, how old can a 9-8 number be if you left it, you know, ghost, like, immediately after creation? You know, I, I created mine. Oh, it don't matter. Don't matter. Perfect. Thank you. Second question. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a holding trust. So, yeah, right? Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And I even got the original IRS paperwork. I was able to, 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 to get copies of that. Um, but anyway. What did you do? Call them uh, and get it? Yes. It was. It ain't the original, original, but it's a you know it's a copy. So they, it, it, yeah, it, it, so, it's so, a copy from them. So know? did you? So let me ask you some questions because some people might want to know. Did you? Did you call them on the phone? And if you did call them on the phone, to to get that number, to acquire that, to acquire that the information for that old number, did they ask you the name of the trust? And did they yeah. make you give them the nine eight number? Yes. They did ask for both of those. And I was just I was just uh, in a in a in a in a in a good situation because I found that number. And so I was in a real good place with that. But I did do it with the um with the estate number and I didn't have the estate number. I didn't know the estate number, they still gave me a copy of it. Say it again? With the estate number, I tried it, and I didn't know the estate number, but I did give them a lot of the other information. Mm. They were able to help me with that. Did they get? Okay, good. Yeah. Now, on 
on two, second question was the steps after the 9-8 is created. You know, I, I, I know it's in the archives and when, when y'all was teaching in hindsight, but man, it's just for too many classes to, to, to try to go through and look for that. Um, uh-huh. When it is created, what are the steps that we take? What are the forms that we fill out for it? And all of that good stuff. Or is that kind of null and void not to be the nationality of it? No, I mean, after you get the 9-8 number, it's a holding trust, so you need to begin to put things into the trust. So that would be the smart thing to do. And if you and if you are truly foreign, then you can set up foreign bank accounts, foreign trusts, overseas accounts, things that really make a difference. But if you only got a couple thousand dollars, there ain't no point in setting up no overseas accounts. So you gotta <laughs> take your time with things. I'm, I'm gonna just keep yeah. it real. You gotta, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta take your time, you know what I'm saying, with these things because the reality of it is, is that. Having, having trust is really about having money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and most people have more trust than they got money. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 great. Set up the trust. But you have to remember, when you have a trust, you have to be able to fund the trust. You you can give the trust a dollar, right, in consideration. Mm-hmm of the trust to fund it, to get it started, but to maintain it, you have to have money. That's why mm-hmm. money is very, very important to trust. This is why Rothschild and all these guys have trust. Mm-hmm. And all these cats. <laughs> all about the assets. You, you can't, you, yeah, you, you can't maintain assets in a will. Exactly. You can, but they'll get, you, you can, but they'll get probated. So you got to do it. And you can is good, right? Because you can have a trustee on the trust, and that's right. The trust, yeah, the trustee take care. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool, man. Cool. That's so, that's so that's for that's now, my I can leave that whole thing alone for now because I don't have all of, all of my stuff yet. Like even my ABC, I was that was my my third question. What, what is the best country to authenticate it in, or the best nation to authenticate your ABC in? Because I have to do I have to do it all uh, over. You can do it. Yeah, you can do a non-head convention country. I'm not gonna tell you specific, um, because that's <laughs> your your discretion. That's your discretion. There's a lot of non-head convention countries. Just look it up online and use a non-head convention country. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. I, 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 of course, the most common is Taiwan. A lot of us. Yeah. A lot of us in Taiwan. Okay. Okay. That's what most people. Most people use. Even- that I did it with, she told me Taiwan was good because it's connected to a bunch of other countries. She was like, oh, you could do yeah. Taiwan, you could do China, you could do with this. You do. So she uh, she yeah. really liked that. I went to the, uh, the Secretary of State and got it authenticated uh, there. Yeah, I, um, I would use Taiwan. I mean, yeah. I'm going to use one, but I mean, there's a lot of different ones that you can use that are not in the Hague Convention. Oh yeah, yeah, Egypt. Yeah, it's a bunch of them. I just, I just wanted to know if, if you know, with the new information, is there anyone that gave you a little bit more of an edge or a little bit more of a benefit? But if not, I'll just go back with yeah, like what you said. Not um, necessarily, no. Okay, perfect, perfect. Question four, going back to uh, what what you and the brother were talking about, and it's if you could, uh, if you could do me the favor of breaking down how we add up those damages, punitive, compensatory, statutory, 
and even attorney's fees. If you could break down the mathematics on how we add those up, I would, uh, that would be real cool. I would greatly appreciate it. Okay. Well, a lot of that's in that webinar that I just sent you, but. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, I, no, I'll break it down a little bit. But the, okay, so your, your attorney's fees are based on your time, right? Based on the time yeah. that you put in. Right, your effort, um, you're not an attorney. They don't expect you to be an attorney, but because you have to put the time in, they, they expect you um, to, you know, to get compensated for that if you win a case. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, punitive damages are awarded in addition to actual damages, okay? Punitive damages are considered punishment, okay? Typically awarded at the court's discretion. You understand? So a punitive, yeah. a punitive damage is, is uh, let's say that, um, uh, you know, the cop pull your car, they, you know, they, they beat up on you, and the court awards you statutory damages, you know, based on whatever the, the actual law is for that happening of uh, 100000 100, right? Then, then the judge says, well, I don't want the cops to ever do this again. We're going to teach them a lesson. So we're going to give them punitive damages, and the punitive damages would be essentially, you know, cop, uh, judgment said we're going to give them an, uh, another 100000 for punitive. So, boom, you just got another 100000 for punitive damages, right? So it's like a, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a we, we gonna, we, we're giving them this money to make sure that don't nobody fuck with them. Compensatory damages. 100000 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. exactly. Now, compensatory damages are paid to uh, compensate, right? So compensation for some type of loss, injury, some type of harm you suffered, right? So Ooh, okay, that, that, yeah. Okay, so you, sometimes you're either gonna get compensatory or punitive. Sometimes they're not gonna give you both. Oh, okay. okay. Sometimes they sometimes they will give you both. Punitive damages really are more important, though. Really? Okay. Oh, cause you okay? Okay. 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 Yeah. Even if now, I lost everything, it don't add up to a hundred thousand most most of the time. And when we when we in the beginning stages, yeah. Right. Exactly. And then remember, we got statutory damages. Okay. Statutory damages okay. are damages, right? And, and that's civil law. Okay. And those damages amount to awards being stipulated within uh, statutes, ordinances, codes, right? This okay. is what your, okay. your 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 legislator provides, right? That you can get. This is like if you uh, have a debt collection case, and they say, like in Kansas, you get ten thousand dollars for impermissible credit pool. That's a statutory mm-hmm. damage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so like, um, I'll give you another example. Statutory damage for the Fair Debt Collection Act. Um, give statutory damages up to a thousand dollars per violation, right? So every time somebody uh, reports in your credit, right? So amounts could be set uh, per day, right? Per credit report, right? And so then it could be a thousand dollars per day per credit report. Mm-hmm. So every time that somebody calls you, right, or reports in your credit or something like that, those would be statutory damages. You understand? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, right. <clears throat> on the uh, actual damages, that's, that's the, so, cause it sounds to me like punitive 
is at the judge's discretion. Statutory is set, is a set number. Attorneys, you already went over. Um, compensatory, that's that's a set number because, like, uh, even for even in the future, you know, when I start when I start getting a little more comfortable with, with these courts again, yeah, I want to get back at that at that at that, uh, at that county here in Florida. I don't, I don't know if you remember what they did to me, but you know, for yeah, for yeah, that tiny little bit, they gave me a forty thousand dollar bond. I had to stay in. You know, and you know, they made me do a whole bunch of unnecessary things. Take all of these vaccines, even though I told them I'm not taking them. I refuse. You know, you cannot force me to do it. You know, they said, "All right, well, we just gonna lock you up in the box until you, you know, until you do." I was under the duress. You know, and it's just a bunch of crazy. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you know I, I go back like, and do a suit and equity over that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Suit and equity, you know. Unjust, okay. Yeah, un, un, unjust, unjust enrichment, man. Unjust enrichment. They was making money off of your body for the benefit of themselves. That's unjust. Exactly. Enrichment. And then y'all forced me against my religion and my nationality. To, to vaccinate me, that's that's forced genocide and denationalization. How I know y'all didn't sterilize me. Um, yeah, and it's a bunch of stuff, man. They even, they even let a couple of people in that had scabies. Man, we had a, we had a scabies infestation infestation in, in there, and, and they didn't they didn't call the CDC. They didn't get no real people to. The kind of quarantine the place. Like, it, it, it's some shit, man. I was like, damn, this gonna happen when I call. Like, when I'm here, here's the wild, man. Yeah, man. I'm sure. I'm sure we can get. I can. Uh, we we can win them. Okay. Um, going back to what oh, yeah. brother was. Does your nationality case have to be in the birth in the birth state, or can it be in the state where you currently with uh, are present? Uh, it depends on what your state says about doing a name change. The, the state where you where you were actually born. Okay, so it's got to be in the birth state, most likely. But, but, it depends on the but no, 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 because a lot of people have done nationality cases in other states. So the reason why I say that, like, for instance, in Kansas, it requires you to do it in the county you live in. So I don't live in Kansas. I'd have to go to majority. Mm. You understand? So I'd, I'd have to do it in the county in Missouri. So you, it, that's why I say you, you want to read what, what the law says in terms of how you do it in your particular state. Because it may tell you to go to a county where you live at. But you don't necessarily have to do that. Because some people have went oh. to New York and Erie County, and some of them niggas ain't never even lived in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? So. Do what your spirit tell you to do, brother. I'll just give you the best advice. I get with it. Last question, and that is, uh, I'm gonna attempt my hardest to get on that webinar because I got that. I got my uh, my, my unincorporated business EIN number, and again, I've, I've been ghost with that thing too. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. Uh, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good webinar, man. I'm gonna go over a lot of trust safety. <laughs> A lot of people that? don't know about the basics of trust. Man, and, and, and I just, I need that recap. I need them documents, and I need that letter. 
So I'm 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 gonna try everything I can. Not try. I am gonna be there, you know. Um, but I definitely wanna know do you know what time it, you you you'll be hosting it or you still um you still gonna yeah, one o'clock don't have that. Eastern. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one o'clock Eastern on Saturday. It's coming up Saturday. You can register on my site, makemorecommerce.com. dot com. It's gonna be on uh I'm gonna do it on go to be go to meeting. So everybody go to, will get okay. a, a webinar Yep, a webinar link so you can get on it from your phone or your laptop or wherever you are. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, big brother. Yep. Appreciate and you always. And uh, peace, right, man. Out, peace. All right, peace, brother. All right. All right, we're going to be, um, let me announce the next seminar. We're going to be in Texas. So if you're in Texas, come on out. Uh, looking at the seven, actually it's the seventeenth to the twenty fourth. I have some clarity just coming that week. Um, I think we're gonna do it the twenty fourth of November though, which was the last Saturday. Yeah, the last Saturday in November. So you wanna uh, come out to that? I have a flyer for that this week up on the site. All right, Texas. We're looking at Dallas. Got a lot of people down in Dallas. I think we're gonna end up doing Dallas. But if you're in Houston. Um, and, and y'all think Houston would be better, let me know. Okay, so we're trying to make that decision this week. I just know we're going to Texas, all right? So, 316 308, what's going on? Peace to the God, brother Joey. How you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm magnificent, wonderful, and great, as my boy Jonah would say. Mm-hmm. That's right. But, um, that's right. I just wanted. I just wanted to elaborate on that social security because um, I noticed there was there was one one little piece that you hadn't expound on, but I think that was probably because you kind of wanted people to go in a little bit more on their own research. But <clears throat> I was going to say a part of that social security is also child support, as most of the fellas on the line didn't know about that. Maybe more as those. As far as those benefits that you were talking about, that comes with Social Security. Oh yeah, that's a benefit. That's a that's a benefit because the the, the woman's using the Social Security. She's she's receiving that benefit though, or the man is whoever's whoever's receiving the the uh, child support. Right, right, and that's what I'm saying. So I I I know you didn't mention anything about it. I just figured I'd put that out there so a lot of those brothers understand nah, why they deal with child support. It could be inferred though. Yeah, but it should be inferred though. You're absolutely right. I mean, you, listen, it's it, we, it's a contract. So using the social security exactly. number that 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 woman puts you on social uh, uh, child support is because they was able to tie you in. That's why, like, if you ain't got no job, but you're using the social, you know what I'm saying? They force you to go get a job so they can tax. You. Yeah, you're right about that. They don't let you use that unemployment for too long or any of those benefits. You're right. They don't let you use none of that shit too long. They're like, oh, no, oh, no, nigga. Oh, oh, no, no. You on food stamps? Oh, no. You don't need these food stamps. We're going to take these benefits away from you and give them to baby mama over here. And let baby mama eat off of your labor. And we're going to tax you. And then if you fuck up, you're going to go to jail and then we're going to do money off of you that way too. Well, then the cold this part is too is, is, they, is, they, is they tax the baby mama too. 
They she don't know that, but they say that in their bylaws. They don't even. Do you know they don't even pay the baby mama all the money normally that they make in child support? No, they not, they don't have to. Mm. They don't have What's to at all. That's hold on, but that's a benefit though, right? That's a benefit because you the government yes, it is. will go after that man for free. They're not even charging you. They like bounty hunters almost. That's a free bounty hunter. Oh no, that is what they is. That's exactly what they are. They go and they go and hunt them down and find them for you. Yeah, that's free bounty. Black woman got free bounty. Yep. You know how the pipe no, is just... called the um the 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 treasure the booty, right? Right. It's, yeah. it's reversed. Oh yeah. It's reversed. It's it's reversed, right? Because now we are the booty, right? We are the treasure to the woman and the government. You're the source of income. You are the treasure. You are the money. You are the booty. If we was a pirate, if we was in pirate days, the women and the government would be the pirates. And those few men <laughs> who have the woman on child support. There's a few of them niggas out there. There's a few of them niggas out there, too. Oh, it is. Trust me. I know firsthand. Somebody wants to know if you're receiving money for your child's mother's death. You gotta be more specific, man, to come on the line and ask that question. You can't text it to me. Okay. But yeah, man. So, um, you know, it's 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 all a benefit, bro. Anytime we're using this number, you gotta be real careful about how we're using this number. It's 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 not it's not a um <laughs> it's 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 not a number that that you can just use lightly because it does tie you into a contract that could very well likely have your ass locked up. No uh, doubt. Hey brother. As far yes sir. Is it yo? Know, I'm sorry. I thought you got dropped off. You got a little quiet there. No. Quick. No no no. I just I I, I like to let you brother speak. You know what I mean? Instead of cutting you off all the time. So sometimes I go on mute and let you speak your piece. It's all right. Appreciate that. But yeah, it is uh, a no problem, bro. So we got to be careful with that. You show right, brother. But no, nah, I just wanted to interject and, and throw that out there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you bringing that in, man. I appreciate you. Because, you know, that is something that I did not bring up. But. You know, it should be looked at because it's very important. You know, like uh, you know, the driver's license—they ask you for your social, right, to get the driver's license. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to give up a social to get a driver's license. There's other ways around that if you choose to do that. If you choose to have an instrument like system. no doubt. Remember, you better man, keep, keep dropping the knowledge on us, man. All right, yeah. Bro, bro. Peace. All right, brother. Peace to the God. All right. Eight one three four four three. Peace to the God, Joy. How you doing, man? Peace. I'm good. What's going on? 
Just chilling, man. Just chilling, man. Trying to get a little clarification on a few things, man. Me too. Me too. Yeah, man. What's going I'm, on? I'm, I'm struggling with this DVA, man. This fictitious name down here in Florida, man. So, Why are you struggling? I'm just kind of on on the structure. On, on, like, how should I word it? Should I word it last name, first name, you know, middle? That's the DVA name, and, you know, do it as my... Uh, you know, do it as my uh, all lowercase name, doing business as my all, all caps name. Would they let me do it like that? I should do it with their state. Uh, well, me? I would. Well, I mean, yeah, you got it right. I would do last name, comma first name, middle name, doing business as first, middle, last. And you could do another one for the spiritual name, doing business as first, middle, last. And then you could do another one for the spiritual name doing business as the estate. Last time or first middle. You could do like three of them. Any of them are correct. So that, would, so that would be the three. The three that would that would that would be for the um the state, the the spiritual and the other name. So that'd take care of that. And do yeah. I have to public do I, do I I gotta put that in the paper before I do it or do I gotta do it after No, no it's public when you do it. Okay. Now you can. I mean, that, I, I like the idea of it because if you're giving notice that you're doing business as that name, you put it in the paper and gave official notice. So you could always do that after it's done. Giving notice this day, you know, this name is hereby doing business as this name, you know, and so it and so it be, you know, affirmed on this day, some shit like that. Right. If you okay. decide to do it in the paper, but it's not necessary. Yeah, I got. I kind of. I, I was just trying to put in my court case right fast. I was just trying to get it done so I could put it in my case. So mm-hmm. I ain't gonna. I might not have time to put it in the paper. Right. Okay. And, um, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. Okay. You. you what, what kind you, of case you just, are you dealing with in Florida? I'm still dealing with that dependency case, man. I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, man. What kind of case? It's a child dependency. My baby mama got the kids taken. They want me to sign up for the services. I'm refusing to sign up. So they're trying to make me a, a party to the allegations. Right? I you need to do a, Yeah, what county are you in? Hillsborough. Hillsborough County. Yeah, so I would do... I would put in... Constitutional challenge to that. You need to do Florida Constitution. Um, you need to rebut all of that stuff, and you can put the DBA in. That helps. Uh, I'm telling you, because Florida is one of these states where you put the stuff in, and then they'll try to play games with you two or three times, and then they'll dismiss it. I've seen it happen in Florida a few times. As long as you put the right stuff in on the case in Florida, you should be all right. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I don't really see no win in the situation. I'm really just getting, like, training, actually, because, I mean, because they won't give me custody of him. He in foster care right now because I, I have, I've never been in his life. But they're trying to make me a uh, – they're trying to make me a, 
a part of what's going on, saying I'm a I'm a part of the accusations. But I ain't. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't. We ain't been together since he been born, you know. So how how y'all gonna make me something that I'm not? So in order to get custody of him, I need to jump through all the hoops, you know, to get custody of him. And I'm like, I ain't been on voluntary probation to get custody of him. So I, you know, I'm just putting all this paperwork in just not to be. Yeah, that's exactly why you gotta do that. Make sure you put that constitution in. You know what I'm saying? And you say, listen, I'm not. You know, I'm not part of the office system. I don't have to. I'm not. I'm not in agreement with this. I'm not oh, another question. Now. Where can I get a um, copy, a certified copy of um, Trinity vs. Pagliara? I've been trying to find that. Yeah, um, you can actually get them. I actually, I, I took it down from my site, um, but but you can still get copies from me for that. Um, what you would need to do is you would actually need to. Um, you can send a donation for that amount. Um, so just email me after the show, and I'll send you the information on how to get it. Well, I actually did. I just emailed okay. you. I was just a text message. That's my, me texting you about the motion. So that's my email, too. Yeah, I, I definitely you need you that, too. Text, you said you sent me a text message. Yeah. Oh, you must have sent it to my Google line. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, I got you. Uh, no, I don't. Let me see. Hold on. No, I don't know what you. I don't know who you text. Just, just shoot me an email, man, because I ain't getting. I ain't getting no text. <laughs> I, I forwarded you back the email too that I um that I text you. I ain't, I ain't get that. Yeah, Seems to make more commerce. What's your name? Yeah. Oh, Gardner. Yeah, man. Okay, I got you. All right, I, all right, I got you. I'll, I'll uh, I'll, I'll respond back in that message that you just sent me, and then I get you going from there. All right. All right. Yeah, I, just, I definitely need that. I was trying to find out. Document Bay kind of high, man. I was like, I know I could get it a little cheaper than that. You know. You say who's kind of high? Document Bay. Document who? Oh, document base. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's how they roll. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, I know I'd give me one certified from the court's house somewhere for a little, little bit cheaper than that, you know? No, nah, that's not what they're going to charge you, too. But, uh, well, I, I mean, I got the Constitution be... a little bit cheaper than that when I went to the state, you know, the archive. I was like, dang, you know. Oh, that's true, but you're paying for the convenience, though. Uh, okay. Yeah, remember that. I mean, I... Okay, I mean, it's, it's a, I just rather, I want to certify, I want to make sure it works, and I want to keep it on my, in my document, so I just need everything for me certified from the right place, so I don't have no complaints about using it when I use it. Right, right, yeah, 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 no doubt, it's just, like I said, it, it's just about, it's the service, man, that's provided, so, you know, they, they put on, on top of that, what they feel is necessary for their service, so. You know, I, I never workman is worthy is higher, so I don't I don't trip off nobody's price. Just, oh, they definitely got some cool. stuff. They definitely got some stuff that I'm definitely into, and I didn't know how to grab, but I was just complaining about that. I just 
I'm whining. I'm, I'm kind of broke right now, so I'm trying to save my money. Oh, okay. It's cool, but you whining to the wrong person because I can't control it. I know, I know, you know I'm whining mean? to the wrong person. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just talking to you. Okay, it's back to the um, but, I, but I get it, though. I get it. So, yep. Back, back to the topic, though. Oh, the topic of the night on that Social Security. Okay. One night yep. I, I was talking to you. I was talking to you. You see, my privileges is about over. Now that I already started my estate, you did. So... I'm not accepting no more privileges, but I got a, I got a, I got a minimum contact contract with this little prepaid card, man. I kind of, I should close it out, right? I should just stop using it, or should I continue? You can I continue using it without, you know, causing no conflict or mixing private and public? Oh, uh, I mean, it's, that's up to you. You know, it's a prepaid card. It's not really a, yeah. it's a minimum contact because you're using the social, but you just. Um, get you another one with the estate number or CPN number and close that one out. There you go. Problem resolved. Yeah, that's contract right. when you stop using the number. I mean, I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to get in no trouble because I had the estate number going on. I just opened up a bank account that I'm still using it prepaid with the social. I don't want to be mixing public and private and cause no conflict. Yeah, just o- just open up a nah. Open up another account. Close that out. You should be good. Okay. And you, you I can't get a CPM number from you also, correct? Yes, you can. Uh, would, a, would a webinar teach me how to do it, or how can I just feel it? Uh, if you get that webinar, it'll teach you. Um, or, or you can buy one and, and you get one in a couple of days. Okay. All right, Joy. I mean, that's all my questions. I appreciate that, man. Good show tonight. Okay, Thank you, bro. All right. No problem. Peace. Peace. All right. Let's go to uh, 918-693. What's going on? Peace, hey, 918-693. Can you hear me? Hey, hey. What's happening? How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. How you doing? Not too bad. Oh, I'm glad you uh, talked about social, um, the social security number today, because I was like trying to research this past week about, you know, what you know what what the law was of saying that you didn't have to give out your social, and I was like, wow, this is perfect time, and he's going right over what I was looking for. <laughs> so mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was perfect. And then if you go over some, yep, we go over some of them case laws I was dropping too, like those case laws that I was dropping. You got a lot more information in those cases. You'd be able, yeah, you'd be able to go in and find find that information you're looking for. Hold on. Just cut Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say yeah, that was that was good. I'm definitely gonna have to go back and um and um find those um cases and look those up. Yeah. So I can you know, get more information. So. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because the, the whole thing is, is that the information is out there, you know, that, that tells yeah. you what the social was for, why it was originally um, created, what it was supposed to be used for versus what we use it for. You know. Yeah. People people are so confused about that number. And they think they got to use it. It's voluntary. Mm. Yep. It's like when your baby's well, born, you're supposed to give your baby a, a um a trust number, right? You're supposed to right. forego the you're supposed to forego the social, get the birth certificate, and then create a trust, 
like you would the car trust in the name of the baby. Right? And then Yeah, see I would have I would have really wanted to know all that information years ago. I mean, I remember when I had my two, yeah, I was like, yeah. Man, I wanted to know this stuff but I didn't know, so I was like, I don't know what else to do. So I went ahead and got the social but I really didn't want to get it. <laughs> I, even the birth certificate, yep. the second one, I was like I waited. I think I waited almost two weeks before we got her birth certificate because she was a home birth, and I waited, and I was like, okay, I'm delaying. I'm waiting. The midwife was like, uh, you got a name for her? I was like, uh, hold mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if I'm exactly. thinking. I don't know if I want to do this, but I didn't know what I know now. Of course, if, you know, if I have another one, oh, I don't know. know what to do. But... I know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. You'll know. Yep. Exactly. So. Yep. Well, um, I got a question for you, Joey. Um, you know, you were t- you were helping me with that um, third party debt collector um, compl- um, case that I was dealing with in federal court, mm-hmm. and um, I put my complaint in, and um, they never responded to the complaint. I don't know if you heard Jonah's show on Wednesday. Was that last Wednesday, Monday? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I talked to Jonah mm-hmm. sometime mm-hmm. recently. I did not. Oh, okay. Well, I was supposed to have a hearing tomorrow, um, uh, um, default judgment, because they never answered the petition. And so, no. um, five days before the hearing, so this was Thursday, they got an attorney to put in a motion to set aside the entry of default. So, um, I am preparing right now the, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a response to that. Yeah, I, I'm putting a response together for that. But my question I have for you was, um, like, okay, when I first did the um, complaint, I didn't realize that I should have put um, one of the uh, causes of action or one of the compl- uh, one of the claims should have been breach of contract. If I, you know, since I had done the no contact contract, that would have been an easy way for me to claim damages, or at least, you know, say, hey, here's a contract, they broke it. But anyways. I went ahead, I did what you told me, which was I put the um, FDCPA and then I put my state, you know, different state. Um, yes, yes, state codes. Uh, you know, collection property, you know, the state codes in there that were violated. But my question to you is this. Um, they're, they're, they're mentioning that um, that the state claims are duplicates of the FDCPA claims. And if I remember correctly, that was – I think that's allowed, right? Or do you know – do you remember Do you remember the rule on that? Like can you have a state claim that is the same as a, the FDCPA claim, or do they have to be – like what I mean is like, for instance, FDCPA well, has like misrepresentation. If it's the same – so check it out. If if it's the same um, – okay. Are you in federal court or state court? Federal. Then you're going to use the federal laws. Remember, if you're in, if you're in state court and you use the state laws, what happens is, is the state laws provide you a certain amount of, for damages, and then when they go over that, they bump you up to federal. And if you got federal questions in your complaint, they bump you up to federal court. So while you're in federal court, you need to remain um, in that particular jurisdiction with the laws, because at that point in time, you're on federal. Ground, you know, on the federal playground, not the state playground. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. They told okay. You um. Well, the reason I'm um. Okay, so if I remember, 
I mean, I, it's not completely clear, but you read a case. Um, the lady, I can't remember her first name, but her last name was Yazzie. And in that particular yeah, yes, case, yeah. her um, she had um, the FDCPA. She had a state claim. And she had some, like, common law tort. Her state had, like, a, com- a common law tort action for, like, harassing debt collection or something like that. And so, if I remember correctly, they say, that was kind of like... They, they say, huh? So, let me ask you a question. Did the court tell you to to take it out? Did they tell you that you couldn't have it? Uh-uh, no, the court hasn't said anything. No, the court hasn't said anything. I'm just putting my response together, and I was trying to remember, you know, like, or trying to figure out how to um, properly express or, like, to kind of, like, say that, hey, you know, it's okay to have a state and a federal. Um, well, what I would do is I, I would claim for this. All, I would, well, well, first of all, I would cite case law if you're going to do that where it's already happened before. So, you know, as a, as a precedent, like the Yazzie case, that's the precedent that was set where it was already done. So if if it becomes an issue, you, you can you can you know say hey see the Yazzie case, you know, and if you got a copy of it, you can put that case into your into your case as evidence if you needed to do that. But um, yeah, I got a copy of it. Yeah. Now in in the in the motion that they put in right a couple of days ago. Did they say? Did they say that in their motion that it was a problem? Yeah, that's what they're trying to assert. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're trying. They're trying to, yeah, they're, they're trying to assert that, but the the court is not asserting that. So, um, you know, and I understand what you're saying because in your claim, you know, you, you're trying to figure out a way to rebut that. So, you know, all you do is you say, listen, you know, there's no standard for what they're saying. You know, they 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 have made violations under the state and the federal laws. They could be held to both of those standards. The state laws didn't do nothing. The, matter of fact, the state laws didn't do nothing but it, but but reach a a, a minimum a maximum limit, and then the federal laws carried me into federal court because y'all violated me past what the state could give me. You understand? Okay, Great cut and dry. Okay. The state, they could only give me ten thousand for y'all violation, but the feds said they could give me fifty. So, both of these are in the complaint because it appears that they violated both of these particular uh, 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 laws, state and federal. You see? Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll keep looking. No, that's pretty much it. I'm, you know, I'm just gonna keep looking at the um, person case law to help this judge make this decision, and then, um, yeah. So they've, um, they're basically they moved the hearing date back until after the judge rules on this motion to set aside the entry of default. So. Okay. Well, let's see what happens yeah. with that. You know, and, if, if, and you'll still win the case because. The reality of it is, is that they still never responded. And the attorney, when the attorney comes in, you can shut him down. So Trinity versus Tacky Evo and then fuck it all up. Well, they're trying to make the 
they're trying to make the excuse that they that um that um they didn't answer anything because they didn't know that the attorney you know they got a new attorney twice <laughs> they had attorney oh, and then yeah. that attorney got off and they got another attorney and that attorney never filed it neither one of the first attorneys filed an answer then the third attorney they have now filed a, um, this motion to set aside, but no attorney yet has answered the petition. Um, so right. um, this one here, they're trying to say that they're trying to pretend that there never was a second attorney. And they're trying to say that, but <laughs> we got something for that. So anyways, I'm not going to say what I'm just going to say. We got something for that. So anyway, um, mm-hmm. they're trying to pretend mm-hmm. there never was a second attorney. And they're trying to um, say, well, it wasn't our fault. We didn't know that this was going on our attorney didn't tell they're trying to basically blame it on the first attorney yeah, for the reason why they never answered and they didn't know what was going mm-hmm. on but yeah i don't know if that's going i don't know if that's going to slide with the judge but they'll find out that, yeah, that very will not fly and what, and what you should do is look at the rules of procedure for that too you know they had a certain time yeah. and can win they, they were supposed they were supposed to respond they didn't respond. What does the law say about mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I already know that. I'm just, I'm just trying to get my case law solid because they got some case law. They say, well, you know, there's, um, you know, just, you know, usually the client has to, you know, suffer because of the attorney's negligence. But there's reasons that, they, you know, that can be, um, there can be, um, what do you call it, exceptions. And so they're trying to make that exception. So I'm just trying to find case law that. Wow. Counters that like nah, nah that's not gonna work. Yours nah, doesn't even, even if it, yours doesn't even fit this situation. So that's basically what I'm doing right now. So yeah, that's not exception. Yeah. Okay, you're welcome. All right, have a good All night. Right, keep me posted. You too. Keep us posted. Okay, I will. <laughs> okay. All right, please. All right, let's go to nine one seven seven nine six. Peace to the gods. Peace. What's happening? Hey, Joe. It's me, Eugene. What's up, Eugene? Man. What's up? Man, man you're killing me, man. Uh, you're doing a webinar. Uh, Keem is doing the webinar. Man. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. My question to you, my question to you is, um, like, with the, with the price change, if, like, let's say I don't, I don't do your webinar. Um, would your price change or it always changes? I mean, it's always more after both. Yeah, it's always going to be more afterwards. Oh man, because both topics are good, man. I need both topics. I don't know what I. Yeah, what's that? What's that? King doing the webinar? And he's doing it on the on the on the, on the uh, IRS. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, brother. I can't sacrifice my webinar for him. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It, uh, I just, I uh, just want yeah. to, uh, you know, say good job with uh, today's topic. And you stuff. just take a person to ask I, you I, that. So, yeah. With all due respect to, <laughs> with all due respect to my colleagues, uh, I gotta run my ship too. So, you know, I know. No, y'all brothers can make I'm a decision not. on what's on what's what's most important for y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now with the webinar, you you say you're gonna you're gonna start from the beginning, right? You're gonna explain um, trust from like yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going over the very beginning aspect 
of, of, of trust and things that we don't talk about, the things that we need to talk about. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not going because I know Jonah's gonna do a webinar over the indenture. I'm gonna leave that for Jonah. I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'm gonna go over other things about the trust. I'm gonna show y'all, you know, the bank account thing. I'm gonna show y'all, um, in, in terms of how to actually operate the trust. What a trustee is supposed to do is do. What a beneficiary is supposed to do. What, what, what a trust right. protector is supposed to do. And we're gonna go over all of those things so people, people right. can. Start identifying who these people are supposed to be in your life, um, and and who you can hire, what you need to do, how much money you need to go into a trust. We're gonna look at all of that shit because that's shit that we don't talk about. Um, you know, and, and, and here's the other thing: a lot of things people think statutory trust is good. We we got to go over that so I can show y'all the difference. So it's a lot of things we got to look at when it comes to this trust thing, bro. Yeah, yeah, I hear but you. I do suggest that you get on our team's webinar too, because you that stuff that that, shit. that IRS shit is, <laughs> is powerful. Trust me, I, I'll be getting a copy of it because I, I, you know, I yeah. listen. I'm a student too, you know. Anytime, anytime, John or I can and these brothers do a class, I hop on their class. Or I go back and get the class for myself as well. So I, I make the suggestion to you, bro. Get both webinars if you can, but do what's most important for you. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Nah, just calling just to say hello and, uh, you know, good good topic and, uh, you know, peace to the gods. Did you have any um, success yet with the uh, motion we put in? Nah, none. I haven't heard I haven't heard anything from, from them yet, so still okay. waiting. Okay. okay, keep me posted. You know. Yeah, I should, I'll probably receive something maybe next week, right? I would say, you know. Yeah, takes about a week, week and a half or so. Yeah. Yep. So you, you should have something out pretty soon. Yep. I'm just, uh, I'm just, you know, studying, going over the stuff, you know, getting myself prepared, just in case. Good, good. That's what's yep. up, bro. Well, you know, uh, you know where I'm at. Need some help? Reach out to me. Absolutely. All right, my brother. Peace. We'll say peace. All right. Peace. Okay, okay. So that's the show. Make sure that you uh, you want to get down with the webinar. Those that have y'all on it. Make sure you get on my site, makemorecommerce.com. You can sign up. It's going to be a beginner's, a beginner's trust webinar. We're going to be going over a lot of basics, okay? Also, the 24th, the last weekend, Got word last weekend of November we're going to be in Texas. Okay, if you want to get down with the Texas seminar, come on out. All right. So with that being said, if you got any business, I'm, uh, I think I sent out a whole bunch of shit on uh, yesterday and today. So I got a couple more people. I'm waiting on some ink and some new paper so we can make some IDs, man. Those. Uh, the uh, tax exempt ID. So if you're waiting on one of those and you haven't received one, why? Okay? So hopefully we'll be getting those out to y'all this week. So with that being said, I'm going to say peace to the gods. We're about to get up out of here. Make sure you tune in tomorrow morning. Check out Sister I Set. She'll be on by early. All right? We out. Peace to the gods. Mm-hmm.